When we finally got down to something which the individual says he really wants to do, I will say to him, you do that. And uh, forget the money. Uh, because if you say that getting the money is the most important thing, you will spend your life completely wasting your time. You'll be doing things you don't like doing in order to go on living, that is to go on doing things you don't like doing, which is stupid. Better to have a short life that is full of what you like doing than a long life spent in a miserable way. All right, welcome back to the pod. Today we have a special guest who's going to be kicking off our guest month. Um, he's a good friend of mine. We've been training for about four years now, I think. He's played professional for a long time. He's played out in Ireland. He's played in Germany. He's played in Israel. He's had failures. He's had successes. And, you know, he's been on FIFA. He's verified on Twitter. Man, the list goes on. And now he's playing for Greenville Triumph in the USL League One. So without further ado, let's bring him on. Here he is. Ladies and gentlemen, Jay Keegan, welcome to the pod, Keegs. Thanks for having me on, guys. Man, it's great to see you. This is the first uh, video we've first, done. First video guest. How do you Yeah, feel? I'm a big fan of the podcast. I've listened to all, what is it, 19 episodes, 20 episodes now, and uh, I mean, you been training with you in the off-season. Yeah. What's that? I mean, you, could, you couldn't say you don't like the podcast now that you're on it. I mean... I mean, I'd be honest. I, th- I think Dylan knows I'm a pretty honest person. <laughs> There's been some episodes that haven't been as good as the other ones, as the yeah, rest. But, uh, like, we respect that. You know, sometimes we're at our best and sometimes we're at yeah. our worst. Yeah, but, with um, the shopping cart lady, but, you know. Yeah, that, I think that was good content, actually. <laughs> I thought it was good content, too. We may I mean, have, that's, that's one of a kind. Find another podcast <laughs> in the world that had that. That may or may not have been exist. a Sunday night, too. Like, the <laughs> Monday release pending, and we were out in a different part of the city. This is things that we can ne- we can neither confirm nor deny. Yeah. At this <laughs> Sometimes point, you just got to wing it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. For those of you who don't know, um, we'll get into it. We'll let Jake tell his story a little bit. But Jake and I have been training together in the off season for, has it been three years now? Yeah. I'm trying to figure that out. Three, four, five years, something like that. Man, the net, the Hudson Valley and in I guess I guess we'll we'll own upstate? it that we're upstate New York. Yeah, it's big. Yeah, shout out shout out Kieran, our coach. Shout out Kieran. Yeah, he's he really hooked it up. But we have some amazing sessions there. Coach Keegs holds it down. Um, yeah, but besides the net, which is really home for us, um, tell us a little bit about yourself. I know you played in Binghamton, and um, what's been the journey since then. So I I guess I'll start one step before Binghamton. I was John Jay High School. Hudson Valley, New York, uh, kind of similar to area where Dylan's from. Pretty similar. And then I went from there, I went to Binghamton university. I played there four years. Uh, Paul Marco, who's still the coach there. Mm -hmm. Uh, he was my coach at that time. We were, we were kind of up and down. We weren't as good as I would have liked to be. Um, on a personal level, I had thought I had a good career. Um, but we didn't have kind of the team accolades that I would have wanted. Uh, but I think in the end, it, it almost ended up being good for my professional career because I was able to kind of be the star of the show and get playing time right away as a freshman. And it allowed me to score a lot of goals, kind of get noticed that way, uh, both through Binghamton and through the PDL uh, when I played there during the summer months. Mm-hmm. And it allowed me to be drafted by the union um, 
2013 now, a long time ago, I'm an old man. And from there, that kind of started my whole professional journey. I didn't ever go on trial or train with the union because at that time I was uh, through uh, the Jersey Express, my PDL team. Uh, they had held like a kind of a friendly uh, mm-hmm. with Maccabi Haifa, who was in Israel, one of the bigger clubs there. Mm-hmm. And in that game, I scored a goal. They invited me on trial. And it just happened to be like literally days before the MLS draft that I was invited over for the trial. So I had to kind of decide, like, do I go this route or do I go that route? And circumstances at the time kind of led me to decide to go over to Israel. I mean, if I had all the yeah. facts, I, there's, I mean, there's th- there were things going on behind the scene. I don't know if I've ever told you this story, Dylan, but no. I didn't get all the information and it kind of made my decision for me. But I, I mean, I'm happy with the way things have turned out in my career. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't change it, but it's and always that's, interesting. That's super early where you have to make a decision. Should I go to Israel yeah. or should I stay in the U.S.? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so please elaborate on that. Why did you then choose to go to Israel? Yeah, what was this information that you... So like the club, uh, Jersey Express, the owner, was the guy who had the contact with Maccabi Haifa. Mm-hmm. So he wanted me to go over to Israel. I mean, what makes sense. And mm-hmm. the Reading United was affiliated with the union. I think they still are. And mm-hmm. that was, they were in our conference and we would play them regularly. So that was probably why I was drafted mm-hmm. by them. But when I was drafted, I was still in New York. I hadn't flown to Israel yet. So I was kind of, you know, you're, you get drafted, you see it pop up on the stream and you're accept, expecting like a call from a coach or an assistant coach or literally anyone within the club. And you're like, yeah, like an NFL player. Like you just expect some sort of call. Be like, yo, what's up? Like looking forward to having you down. And I never got that call. <laughs> and I was like, okay, like this is weird. And this <laughs> is like, as I, I had the book flight, to, uh, the flight book to Israel, maybe three days after the draft mm-hmm. and it, with how MLS works, you basically go from the draft straight into preseason with the team. A lot of times preseasons that have already started. I so know, I was waiting yeah. for this call kind of deciding like, should I take, go to this flight or not? Mm-hmm. And when I got no call, I was like, all right, well, I guess they don't want me very much or they don't really care. So then mm-hmm. I ended up going to Israel years, probably two or three years later, I found out this guy, the GM for the express Jersey express, golly is his name, golly, my or whatever. Uh, he had actually, the coach of Reading, who was the assistant coach of the union, he had called Gali asking for my number. And Gali was like, no, no, no. He goes to Israel. He doesn't come to you. Oh. Like, blah, 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 blah. So, he was the, so the guy, uh, Brendan Burke, who was the coach of Reading, he was like, all right, I guess he's not coming. So that's why they, I mean, they never called me. They never got my numbers. Man. Like, you got that hey, dirty like, side real early. <laughs> I know. You can learn quick. I was Man. like, if I would have known that then, I would have been like, what? what is wrong with you? But... You said, that, kinda, you, said, you said you found that out years later. How did you find that out? It was, who was it? I think it was his, was it his son or was, I think it was the, it may have been the assistant coach of the express when I was there. I just like reconnected with him later. And he's like, yeah, you know, like golly, like I, I, we were kind of having this same discussion, kind of trying to figure out like what happened and why I did what I did. He's like, yeah, like they called Golly. They he just told them basically to fuck off, more or less. Wow, man. So, so that's that's that story. I mean, again, I wouldn't change it if I yeah. go back, but it's just an interesting. Like, I wonder what I would have done in that moment if whatever the union coach was like, right. hey, yeah, yeah. we're looking forward to having you. Now I was a late round pick. Mm-hmm. I was it was at the supplemental draft, which is at the time I think it was like sixth round overall. At the time, there was a super draft. And for two Browns and then the supplemental draft for four or five. And I was mm-hmm. probably third in the supplemental. Okay. So I probably was going to get cut anyway. Like I'm under no illusions that I was mm-hmm. 
had a good chance to make the team, but I would have been there for a week or a few days at yeah, least. So you would have got like a week of preseason to basically prove yourself. And if you don't yeah. ball out, yeah. then they just ship you out. Right. It, exactly. Mm. And it's a trial. And, and at that time the union actually did have a lot of young strikers. So okay. it wasn't the greatest situation for me to, or for a team to draft me. It wasn't the perfect situation, but mm. you just never know. You never no, know. What you it would never know. So how long I, were you in, what if how long were you in Israel? <laughs> that i mean that was quick that was like <laughs> that that was that was over before it began nah. <laughs> it just turns I around mean, at the airport and just walks back <laughs> i was there so i got to the airport golly was there he, he was he was like introducing me to the coach after he just stabbed me they're like not stabbed me in the back yeah you like, didn't know this guy behind like, the scenes this guy's like picking me up from the knife. airport like what's up jake how are you yeah. um but i was there for three weeks probably so i was training I probably trained half the time with the first team and half the time with the under twenties or under 23s, whatever, whatever the youth team was, mm. the reserves. Cause they were in season at the time. Uh, so I trained with them after probably two weeks, roughly maybe three weeks. They were just like, basically we're not going to sign you as I'm sure you guys have had that same conversation many a time. Thanks a lot, golly. Thanks, but no thanks. And it's just, I mean, it's, it sucks, but I was Mm. Maccabi to be perfectly honest. Like I wasn't ready for that level. I still don't know if I'm ready for that level, but I think I would have a better chance now just with the experience that I have. But what league did they play in the first league? It's the top league. Like they're, they've been kind of in a downturn maybe last four or five years, but at that time they were like the biggest club in Israel. They were champions league making the group stages and stuff. And so that's probably the, so the first place I trained on the professional level was the best I've trained. So I like, I went straight into the fire right away. I was like, Whoa, these guys are unbelievable. I went from playing at Binghamton with, I won't even name names, but I can (laughs) get players. I'm just saying, I don't, I think this was after your time, but we did play Binghamton in a spring game and we did win. Yeah. Oh, you won. Yeah, we won. We did. We did play you guys. I think we played you twice. Well, not you guys, but when oh, yeah. with like and those boys, they mm-hmm. tied us once. And I think we beat you guys once. But I mean, like the difference so, in level, like it's just. But you were the you man both, at Binghamton too. You were the you were the all time leading scorer, right? Yeah. Yes, I was. How many goals? We're stroking uh, the ego early here. <laughs> it's twenty eight. So Binghamton was D three before that. So I'm not the oh. all time leading, but. They turned D1 in 2001, so D1, I think. D1, D1 leading. D1 leading score, yeah. That's a better accolade anyway. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay, so then, uh, so now the union, it's gone to shit. Three <laughs> weeks in Israel, you turned out. Israel. <laughs> so now, where do you go from Israel? So I was, this is probably the most fun year of my career, and I was like getting turned down left, right, and center. That's the funny part about it. So I was in Israel. And I didn't know what to do. Like, basically, I was talking to the guy who brought me over, not Golly, but basically Golly's friend who was involved with the club. And I was like, hey, can you just send me to, like, a Division Two team or Division Three? Like, whatever. I'll just stay here. I'll play for the last five months of the season, and then we'll see where it happens. And he's just like, no, no, no. I was like, okay, great. So then I was – I talked to Golly. I was like, can I get back in with the union? He's like, no, no, we can't. Like, you can't I can't really I burned that bridge for you already. <laughs> yeah, we burned – yeah, I, I messed that up for you. My bad. Um so I got in contact. I don't remember how I got in contact with the agent exactly, but I think, so I, I had been to the Cornell like summer camps. 
mm-hmm. uh, as a coach uh, just during college. And I met a few of the players there. And one of them was Jimmy Lannon, who was the captain at the time. And he was playing in Austria in the second division, the Erste Liga, which is full. It's a good league. It's full-time pro. And so he was playing there. He had just signed there. He was a year ahead of me in school. So he had signed there and he was like, yeah, come on down here. You can train with my team, come on trial, whatever. And I was like, oh, great. Okay, I'll come. I'm already all the way on that side of the world anyway. So I might as well just on my way back home, I'll stop over in Austria. And I ended up staying in Austria for like six weeks. It was a long time, but it wasn't in reality, it wasn't really a trial because their window was closed and they all, the team didn't even have foreigner spots. Uh, but it wasn't as much of a trial as I thought like going in, but it was still, it was another good kind of training opportunity. It was, it wasn't as good of a level as Maccabi Haifa for sure, mm-hmm. but it was a legitimate professional level. It wasn't like Sunday league or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So I stayed there for a while. And then they, he was like, the agent liked me and he was like, listen, like obviously the window's closed, but come back in July if you don't have anything by then. And this was at this point, it was probably the end of March or middle of March. So I was like, all right, I'll, I went home then from this. So the team was FC Lustenau. It was the team that I was training with in Austria at that time. And I went home uh, back to the parents' house in all my glory. I was like tail between my legs. I was like, all right, <laughs> what's up guys? <laughs> I'm back. Jake! <laughs> they were happy to see me. I was not happy to be home. But <laughs> Jake, you're home from Austria. Yeah. Austria and Israel? Wow. That's, is it fun? How was your season? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I went back, actually went back to visit Binghamton and like, obviously the MLS draft is like a cool thing or like a cool accomplishment, but in, it's not as cool as it is in reality. It's not like you're getting drafted in the NFL and you're yeah. signing a contract. It's yeah. so like when mm-hmm. I go back to visit Binghamton, like I almost felt like a, I'm not a fraud, but like, cause everybody, when you get drafted, everybody's like, Oh yeah. shit, you're drafted. That's yeah. awesome. Blah, blah. And then when I went back in whatever, April, beginning of April, visit all the boys in Binghamton, it was like, what are you doing? I was like, Oh, I'm just, you know, doing man, nothing. People, <laughs> people don't know though. People don't know yeah. about those, that struggle, man, to be a pro. It's not, I know. I know it's, it's not, not, it's not easy, but it seems. no, definitely, definitely not. Um, I guess I'll finish this, this trial journey, year of trials. I, so after I got home, it's probably end of March, beginning of April, 2013. I'll date it. Just people can listen, <laughs> listen and understand where we are. Um, on your Wikipedia page like this. Right <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jake was so, there 2000. <laughs> yeah. So I went, I went on two trials with teams in the U S Harrisburg was first Harrisburg city Islanders. They were in USL. I think it was yeah. USL pro or USL, whatever it was called at that time. It was the third division in the U S uh, went there. Uh, it was, it was, I mean, it was, the setup was crazy. Like we had four people in our hotel room. It was just, it was basically, they had a group of maybe 10 to 15 guys they had signed. And then they had everybody else. It was probably 30 players total, but 20 trialists. And every, they were like going four to hotel rooms. It was just, you guys just brawled for the bed every night. Or yeah. What? It was basically, there was like cots and air mattresses and, and two beds. It was like, what is yeah. going on? But I was there. I mean, I took the opportunity. I don't even remember how that opportunity came about, but I was like, all right, yeah, I'll go do that. And again, I was there for four sessions and there was a game, I got there probably Tuesday, and there was a game against UMBC, a team, a college team that was in on my conference, and the game was on Saturday. But on the Friday, the coach, he calls everybody and he's like, listen, we're going to be releasing some players today, releasing some trialists, basically. 
And so he went, goes one by one, talks to all the trialists, gets to me. He's like, hey, Jake, we're, get, get, get out of here, basically. It's like, we're, I, and I'm like, honestly, in that trial, I didn't think I did too badly. Like the level, it was, it was USL. Like it wasn't that crazy. Like I thought at the very least, like you could have a look at me in a game. Right. It was four mm-hmm. training sessions. And the guy was just like, no, I was like, whatever. We're not interested. Uh, all the best. Typical stuff. And I was like, geez, Louise, this is, this is a grind. Yeah. And, and then, uh, so from there, shortly after that, I trialed with the Cosmos and that was their, they hadn't started playing games yet. I think it was, they probably started 2014, 2015 in the NASL. Mm-hmm. And so they would just, it was basically just a group of trialists and they invited people in just more or less for a mini camp and just have a look at people and from that group of whatever probably 25 trialists they took a few um i was not one of them obviously but they said hey (laughs) but i mean at least i got to play in a game we i think we played saint john's we had a friendly against saint john's gave me a call whatever i said and i thought like it was legitimate i had no complaints about it it was it was it was golly it was golly on the phone (laughs) Golly, it was like, get this guy out of here. We need him back in Israel. Golly was behind <laughs> all of your your failures and trials. Little did you know. Hey, <laughs> Golly's a man. I'm saying you have Austria. a contract in Israel. <laughs> Golly knew, knew everybody. This guy is like this old Israeli guy, probably 60, 70 years old, just chain smoking everything. Like, he, I mean, at, at one point he loved me because obviously he wanted me to go on all these trials, but it's just he's funny, funny dude. Um, but there, from there – I played again, went back to Gali, my father, uh, played PDL. So like, <laughs> Grandpa Gali, can I have a chance <laughs> to play somewhere, please? Uh, yeah, I haven't played in a while. Um, I went, uh, so played PDL for like May and June, I think it was. And no, then I was back on the same team with Gali. Back on the same Jersey Express team. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I played there two months. I told him at the beginning, I was like, I plan on going in July to Europe for trials, probably back to Austria with the, the same agent that I was talking to before. And he was like, yeah, that's fine. Just come play games, whatever. So I played the first, whatever, nine or 10 games. I tell him, I'm like, all right, I tell the coach, tell Gali, all right, I'm going over. It's July 1st. The window's opening. And these guys are pissed. I'm like, what do you mean? Like, like I'm just going to go over, like I'm going on trials. He's like, yeah, this is blah, blah, blah. So they weren't, they weren't happy about it. Whatever. I, I went, uh, they can't really stop me. It's PDL. I mean, I didn't sign a contract or anything. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I go over there, I train with a different team in the same town, same league, but significantly better team. They were at the top of the second division, Austria loose now, now the same kid, Jimmy Lannon, he was not, he didn't have a club anymore. So he was also on trial with Austria loose now, a third player from Cornell, Patrick Slogic, he played in USL for a little bit. He was on trial there as well, or he was training because I think he was still in college. Mm-hmm. But we were all there, just three Americans. Just really good level, really good training. Again, I stayed for probably about a month. Like they, I mean, they like having us around because we're extra bodies, and you get it gets lost in translation, kind of. And that's if I had were to go over it, like back again, like if a team's not significantly talking to you after a week or two, they're they're mm-hmm. really not, unless you're a yeah. keeper yeah. or. If, like just some position that they just, they just want you around and maybe they'll give you a contract. Just they're not significant. They're really looking for you as a yeah. player. Right. So that's something that maybe going back, I would, I would try to change, but I was there for a month, good training and none of us got signed. Um, 
then what happened? Were you paying uh, we, your expenses we had, this entire time? The good thing is the agent was took care of our expenses, okay, which is re, which is really nice of them. Like yeah. this, uh, the agent was like he wasn't perfect, but he was great to us. Jimmy actually lived in his he had like a two bedroom condo. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jimmy lived in his condo, and then we lived. It was actually really fun. We lived at he's. It was it was basically a bed and breakfast. Oh, we gotta get into this story. So there's basically a bed and breakfast um, where it was a family that lived there, and people would come in and out, but it was basically just me and Patrick uh, Slogic and maybe a few other trialists here and there that the agent would set up. It was basically the agent was just sending players to the bed and breakfast. No one else was there, but the family had this one hot ass daughter, and then this other like. <laughs> <laughs> it was so much fun. What a good time. So much fun. <laughs> but they were like they spoke they all spoke broken English. Uh Evo or So her that made her even hotter. Yeah, of course. Uh Evo was her name and then they had this other girl, Isolda. She was like the she's like a PT or of some sort. She mm-hmm. wasn't a part of the family, but she was also living at the house. And then they had two sons, I think, too as well. So it was like mm-hmm. it was just like it was like a first, your first love. Yeah, yeah first first crush uh, at twenty two. So <laughs> you lived a sheltered life yeah it was like my parents didn't let me go out much so <laughs> uh but yeah i was there i honestly didn't want to leave i mean for for footballing reasons but for other reasons as well just because it was such a a good uh living environment <laughs> uh but then I, I we were also at that time training with so we were training with austria loose now but like on the side we'd be training with like this other club, FC Hard, who were in the third division. Mm-hmm. And the hard, um, the FC Hard coach really liked me. They what a name. Yeah, FC we're Hard. FC Hard. <laughs> yeah, like FC Hard would be, would have been like, uh, they're like, they're part-time. So uh-huh. like, they get paid, but it's not fully professional. Whereas so they're like the, FC, FC a bit hard. Yeah. Yeah. kind of hard. Some players are hard. Some players are hella soft. <laughs> I, I'm actually probably pronouncing it way wrong. It's spelled hard, but it could be like hard. Hard. <laughs> hard. <laughs> FC hid. <laughs> now let's say, it, let's say it in like the most American accent. FC hard. Yeah. <laughs> Almost a little English. Yeah, cut, cut that part out for me, will you? Uh, all right but, so fc hard fc, FC, FC tom hardy <laughs> so we were there the coach the coach wanted to sign me there that was my first time that a coach like one of these coaches liked me i was like all right great like this is part-time i don't care like as long as i can sort out a visa and they said that i would have had to get some sort of similar to what maybe a student visa or a, some sort of other job uh visa but they thought i could do it whatever and I was like, all right, great. And I, at this point, Austria Luchanau didn't say no yet. But I was like, all right, let me just get in a team. Let me play games. They had a season like the English season. So at this mm-hmm. point in July and almost August, they were getting started playing games. I was like, all right, let's just get me signed there. I talked to Niesel, the agent. It's like, let me, let's get signed. The coach likes me. Like, can I just sign there? He's like, yeah, we'll look into it. And then there was some rule with like the window was open for Austrian players maybe. or I don't know exactly what it was, so don't quote me on it but there was something with the window, like it was still open, but it was only open for Austrians and not foreigners. And like the window for foreigners was July 15 or some, something along those lines, at least in the third division, I think the second division, I still would have been able to sign. But since Mm -hmm. the third division was like semi-professional part-time more so uh, they had different rules. Mm -hmm. So that was out the window, which was disappointing. Like I thought that would have been a great spot for me. 
to kind of start. It would like it was a good level, but it wasn't so good that I wouldn't have been playing. I wouldn't have gotten mm. an opportunity. So then I was like, all right, geez, I, like that was the one time I was pissed at Niesel. I was like, all right, what, like, what am I doing here? Like, I kind of, I kind of got to a point for like a few days. I was like, I was like, am I ever gonna play anywhere? Like, like right. should I go back to Jersey Express? Like. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> back to my father no, but back then, to grandpa golly i'm yeah. home but then but then the man who uh who i actually knew from westchester flames his name was david harris i'm sure dylan you know him i don't know if Sean i've heard the him. name yeah i think i know who this is yeah oh. he's like he's a diehard let me introduce his character to the story he is a <laughs> he is he's like 40 45 he just got engaged but he had been single forever like 45 just like never i don't know if he ever played soccer uh, but just loves the game. Like this man will go to cosmopolitan league games and just like sit yeah. on the side. I know just, him from the Greeks. Yeah. And just like watch games, like yeah. talk, talk with players and like the nicest guy in the world, like help will help anybody. But we, I kind of knew him cause he didn't, he wasn't with the flames when I was there, but he became their like social media person after, right after I left. So he did an article on me, like after I got drafted, just like what our flames player gets drafted. So we had talked, we had stayed in a little bit of contact and he's like hey do you want me to help you out i was like i mean sure like i don't know what you're gonna do but hey well yeah why not <laughs> but, i mean that honestly that was my first reaction because I, I didn't i was like you're gonna help me okay yeah. um but in in reality he's been of all the people in terms of getting me teams he's been number one by far no agent no anybody it's been Maybe. him but he's gotten me pretty much everywhere i've been was either through him or through a connection of his it's it's wild so i really wow. like I know, shout out to him yeah, I owe everything to Dave. He he doesn't even call himself. He won't take a fee. He's basically my agent, but he won't take a fee, and he calls himself my advocate. Um, Your advocate, dude. This yeah, what a guy. If you go on Twitter. It says like advocate for Jake Keegan. It's so That's incredible. <laughs> but, does, this uh, anyway, have, so, does this guy have an Instagram? He has an Instagram too. Yeah, we might have to give him a shout out. Get him on Footwork. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he would be an excellent guest for Footwork. He'll talk your ear off like I'm doing right now, but <laughs> no, keep going. <laughs> yeah, keep going. Keep, keep talking. All right. So yeah, let's fill up this time. Let's make it to an hour. <laughs> all right, but anyway, so he, he's like, I was like, yeah, sure. Help me out. Whatever. So he's like, all right, I'll reach out to some people. So he gets me in contact with an agent, a German agent, Axel Dierolf. Again, with these pronunciations. I'm, yeah, but I mean, I can just tell that is German. As yeah. Hell. Yeah. He is German. He. He, I be, he had a house in Florida. He may have an American wife. So he had a lot of contacts. He works still with a lot of players in the USL Championship, USL League One, maybe mm. a few in MLS. So he has, he's a very U.S. and German agent. Okay. So I got in contact with him. He's like, uh, he's like, I sent him my CV, all the normal stuff. He's like, yeah, just come to Germany. I'll get you trials with some fifth, fourth, maybe sixth division teams. I was like, all right, great. That's, that's something I can play start. somewhere. Yeah. And so Austria, I'm still in Austria. So it's like a, I don't know, few hour uh, train ride, mm-hmm. go to Darmstadt or go to yeah, Darmstadt, which is just outside of Frankfurt. He sets me up with two teams. Uh, first one's FC uh, Darmstadt. The second one is uh, Usingen, uh, TSG Usingen. I remember all these things. It's weird, but uh, TSG Us- Usingen. I um, and so I, like the first day was with Darmstadt. Like the level was lower than I wanted to be perfectly honest, but it was what it was. And same with, they were both in the same league. They were both in the sixth division. Okay. Um, so 
I don't think you, neither of you played in the sixth tier, right? You guys are both fourth no, no, and fifth. Just the fifth, but I played, we've played against six tier teams and friendlies. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it's, it's not bad. It's we, some players get a little bit of money. It's yeah, obviously exactly. not full-time professional. Yeah. It's like, it, they, there could be some quality, but it's people who are not taking the game seriously. So seriously. Yeah. 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 And we had a few second teams. Like at that time, what team was it? Uh, SV Darms or Sva Darmstadt, Octo 90, 98. Mm-hmm. They were. Look at you getting out some German. I, I, it's coming back to me. You guys are rubbing <laughs> off of me. Uh, <laughs> uh, they, I think they were in the third Bundesliga at the time. Oh, uh, wow. but, and they moved up. They eventually got promoted to Bundesliga. I think they're now in second Bundesliga. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but their second. second team, their second team was in our league. So like okay. that was kind of the level that it was. We were mm-hmm. playing some of their younger players. Mm-hmm. So I ended up signing with. I, I'm kind of. I, the build up is gone now, but. I ended up signing with FCR. Darmstadt. <laughs> <laughs> the drum roll. Da, da, da. There we <laughs> I go. I, I, I didn't feel like I made it. Cause I was like, like there's one kid on the team that like before practice, he would smoke a cigarette. I was like, all right, where the fuck, where am I? I mean, it is Europe, but yeah. I've, you know, I've, I've been on in teams in, in the fifth, yeah. fifth tier of people doing the same thing. Yeah. 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 And he was actually, he was one of our fitter players. Like in, in, in like it's you funny said, how that works. Yeah. In that. Europe, it's just kind of like that. And he was, he was an older guy. Like he didn't, he was just doing it for fun. There were some players on our team that were younger and kind of like looking to make a future in the game or at least Mm -hmm. trying to get over the college, maybe in the U S or they were serious about it. And then there was a few that were just, they were just doing it for just for fun. And I mean, Mm -hmm. I get that. I think I wish there was more leagues like that in the U S so we could play until we're 45 years old. Uh, but just playing forward, not moving <laughs> left or right. Just no, by that time, I'll be a, by that time, it I'll be a right over back. for golly. <laughs> by that time, I'll be a right back. Just, just simple passes, easiest position in the game. <laughs> <laughs> it's not on. All right, either back to the goal right, or back to the center back. No problem. Get my pass <laughs> completion up. And how I would love to be good at center back because oh, the amount of running that you have to do is just. Yeah, but I, but I yeah. suck at it. So one hundred percent, like center back is it's specific like player qualities that mm-hmm. I just do not have. I don't have so any. I never play it, so I can respect it. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I look at right backs and I'm like, I can do what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> just tuck in a bit, like <laughs> just you got cover left, right, center. Yell at your winger to come back and defend. Like you don't ever have to defend. Like that's all there. <laughs> Force some line, would simple, you? Simple as that. Yeah, just force some line. Like, even if you give up a cross, like, it's probably not going to end up in a goal. So, like, you're, you're good. <laughs> and if it is, you know, you may not be the first person they blame. So Yeah, you look, you look on video and it's like, oh, the center back should have been tighter. Not my fault. Not my problem. Right, right backs are cursing you right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would say left back, but we're not lefties, so. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, we're not it's playing too much, but, too much footwork for us, for us to put in, you know. <laughs> That's way too true. much. So how long did you play at this team in Germany? I was there from the end of August till December. So I played for their, whatever, is it fall? Fall and the spring season? Yeah. The 2013. I was there. They The contract was like, we had a like this big red van that we were allowed to drive around. We... He, all all food was paid for by the, the owner. The owner. That was the first thing. That was the first it thing. Was, in the contract. No, no, the like, contract no. was a picture of a big red man. I'll send you. I hope I have a picture of this. I'll send it to you, Dill. It was like the most ridiculous. Like it was a team van, like twelve seater, like one of those. 
but it was from like 1995. Like the thing we're on the driving on the autobahn in it, and you can't even go over 120 kilometers, which is like what? Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, it didn't move. So we had, so we had like, it was at that time, it was three Americans. It was Jimmy who I got the guy from Austria. Oh, I actually, man. I brought him with me. So I was in Germany first. I was like, Jimmy, you have nothing like just come with me. We'll make an American, whatever. And then we had this other guy who was from Florida Gulf Coast, uh, and he he was center back. Three Americans on the team. Three Americans, and then we got a fourth in November. Uh, Yeah, he was in Ivy League, typical Ivy League. You can't see the facial. (laughs) (laughs) Brian. So we had Jimmy Lannon, Jonathan Koshko, and Brian Rogers. If anybody is really obsessed and wants to look up these players, man, you, uh, are, you have thrown some name. You, you've been name dropping teams and name dropping people today. Keep it yeah, up. I got and, and all these names no one's ever heard of. So I don't even feel like a like like I'm na- big name dropping big name guys. I'm just like hey, just there's remember. someone out there. We have any diehard <laughs> fans that were updating your Wikipedia? They're yeah. definitely looking up these names right now. Yeah, who updates those things? Can anyway? we get a fact? I, I always that? wonder. <laughs> uh, but yeah, who does update those? Yeah, probably I, Dave. <laughs> Dave, your advocate Honestly, for mine it, i've seen it and it's very detailed it's probably dave i respect that man, I, good, I love man. good man he, like, he'll like comment on twitter in ireland and like about my old club he's like well if you had jake but like things like that <laughs> you legend <laughs> that's perfect i was like you're such a legend dave and i don't even have to do any of that i don't need a burner account i'm dave this is <laughs> katie this has got me thinking though if a footwork podcast wikipedia page shows up it definitely is not me um but it could be dave it could be dave i, I I'll, t- I'll talk to dave you get him as a guest he'll make the wikipedia for you <laughs> start commenting on other podcasts yeah. this is shit you should listen to footwork <laughs> <laughs> it'd be right be better in, if it was named footwork right in right in all the big reviews like espn fc like nah footwork <laughs> this is this is oh, so so back i don't know where we were yeah back to, so back story, to yeah. Um, so you sign in germany you, yeah. you get a signing bonus of a big red van yeah so then, big uh, red van we got we got food all covered by the owner we got we could uh, go to these housing two, yeah these two italian pizzerias so we had this when we first got there there was three of us and we lay, stayed in like this beautiful apartment, like right in the middle of Darmstadt, but it was a one bedroom. So it was like, and there was three of us. So, so me and Jimmy, night, would, me and Jimmy someone's stay, fighting for the. No, John was actually nice enough. He took the couch full time. Um, was not good for his back, but I feel like he was one of those guys. Like he wanted an excuse. Like he's like, oh, I'm not feeling good today. Oh, I have to sleep mm-hmm. on the couch. So I hope he doesn't listen uh, to this. You guys about to I mean, throw hands. He already he already hates me probably so that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get I'll get to that story later. Keeks is the <laughs> Keeks is the first guy who just does not care and I love it. This is what, uh, no. this is what we like here at Footwork. I just honesty like if you I mean, yeah. people love you people hate you whatever. Yeah, yeah um, true. Uh, but so me and Jimmy which but luckily it's like the European beds like how you know it's like if you have a double it's two singles yeah, like just yeah. together so it's not like we were spooning in the middle of the night. But it was a one big bed with the mm-hmm. spider. Uh, me and Jimmy were asleep, staying them. You trying staying to there. convince us, or, or like? I mean, I'm trying or... to convince myself. Like it was a dark <laughs> time in my life. Okay, we'll put a disclaimer. <laughs> Don't worry. After after that girl uh, Evo in, yeah. in Austria, <laughs> it went down. I was like, this is what Europe should be, and this is what it is. Like two po- <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> <the> Instagram versus <laughs> reality. Yeah. yeah, that's what that's what I'm looking for. Uh, yeah, we stayed in this really nice, they were working 
and I think they have it now still, they were building basically apartments for the players at the training ground, which is really, it's pretty nice setup. They, mm-hmm. But the, for the first two months, they didn't have that completed. Mm-hmm. So we were staying in this one bedroom in the middle of the city. And then by November, when Brian, the fourth American came, he probably stayed like two or three nights on an air mattress in that one bedroom. And then we moved to the, uh, the training facility, which was really nice. Cause you could just like, you walk outside, you have three fields. Like we're the only ones there during the day. Like, it, I mean, it was great. We could do two sessions, whatever we wanted. And we had gym mm-hmm. access and all that. So I was there for the three months and like, we were pretty good. Like we we're, I think we we're mid table during that time, scored a few goals. That was like, that was enough for me. I, I didn't, like I said, I didn't think the level was great, but it was, I mean, it was, it was probably like, like a college level. Okay. Like, yeah. Loosely. It was, I mean, it wasn't terrible, but I, I thought I could play at a higher level. And during this time we were training with the three or four Americans Axel was hooking us up with regional Liga teams and also fifth and it's called Hessen Liga in, in Hessen, but it's like yeah, over Liga. Well, I don't know why, but it's called something different. Like I never it's, it's over Liga everywhere, right? Yeah. Except for mm-hmm. except for a few. I think I think it has changed recently. Like over the, yeah. maybe the, a few years ago, they they changed the name. Okay, but nonetheless, the yeah. fifth the fifth league league yeah. below regional Liga. Yeah, so we were training. Like we we all started at Red RW Red White Darmstadt Rotwest Darmstadt, mm-hmm. all four mm-hmm. of us, and then and then by the end, like that coach really liked me, and the other three guys ended up training at a different Hessen fifth division team. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, so basically we would train with our team three times a week, three times a week. And then one or two times we train with the fifth division team. Okay. So we got a full, like full-time training schedule in just with different teams. Mm-hmm. And just like I was at road West and these other three guys were at a different team. And then we also, a few times we trained with regional league teams, but it wasn't consistent. It was just like, mm-hmm. Hey, you guys want to come on a Monday night and train? And we're like, yeah, of course. And then, uh, mm-hmm. We train or the one that we trained with was uh oh, now I have to remember Man, the regional league. You're going deep. You've already named oh, you've no. already named 17 teams tonight, so you gotta get. I know this is the last one too that I like have any trouble remembering. What is it? Oh, Victoria Aschaffenberg. Oh, that's a cool yeah. name. Okay. Yeah, so I think they got relegated the year we were training with them. Mm-hmm. Um, so it wasn't a great atmosphere, but like the quality was just like like you you guys have said on the podcast, like the difference between the sixth tier and the Fifth was actually I, the team I trained with was really good. I was very mm-hmm. impressed with the level. There was a few guys that I was like, "Oh my goodness!" Like this one winger they had, I was like, I could just like be anywhere in the box and he'd find me for a tap in. I was like, "Like mm-hmm. get used to this." And then the fourth division is just, like really good in like everything. The first touch, the way they open mm-hmm. up their body, their fit, mm-hmm. like they're they're based they're full time pro quality. Yeah. Even though in Germany it's considered like not full time yeah. until the yeah. third liga, which is yeah. like 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 yeah. those teams would be a lot of usl teams yeah i mean some some of those teams are full-time but it's yeah. considered it by like yeah. the association to be yeah. amateur which i think is weird because which is like, very why weird would, because why would you not want as many professional teams as you can possibly have yeah and some players like in southwest and southwest regional league are making five grand a month eight grand a it's, month exactly like <laughs> how, is that, how is that amateur it's, it's it's like it's one thing wanting to be honest and be like listen we're like like uh, what was that league we had in the u.s that folded like ASL or something. They called mm-hmm. themselves American soccer league. They called themselves professional. Meanwhile, they're playing guys a hundred bucks a game. Like, <laughs> I'm like, like That's, just, you're not a professional league. Yeah. You're just, Nick, you're just being too humble. Nick like, Oh yeah, this is amateur fourth league. Yeah. yeah. Nick played in that shout out Nick. Um, uh-huh, but, yeah. 
yeah. Uh, but like, it's like, it's not really a professional league. And we, in, the, in America, we're like anything we can find is professional. Whereas in Germany and some other European countries, they're like, they do everything they can not to call not it professional. To, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah. I wonder what, but I That's think point. It, it's so true though. In America, I think we're so just quick to say, you know, something is professional. Right. Yeah. And like, well, what is your definition se- of professional? Semi-professional is the classic American thing. Yeah. Semi-professional yeah. too. But that, but that's the other thing. It, it, that annoys me when it's like, like with some, some of the teams I played on that have been full-time or most of the teams since Darmstadt have been full-time pro mm-hmm. and people mostly like random people that don't know anything about soccer. They're like, Oh, are you semi-professional? Cause you play in whatever the second or third tier. It's like, yeah. no, I've, <laughs> I have a full-time contract. My whole league has a full-time contract. What, why do you think I'm semi-professional? But then put some respect on my name. <laughs> yeah. Put some, re- like, what do you like? What do you think? I make 20 grand a year just to call my, <laughs> 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 it's true though man in the, in america it's just, i think it's just a lot of ignorance we want a lot of ignorance and also yeah. people don't understand that like you're not making the salary of like you know an nfl all-star like yeah. there's, yeah, there's different levels. There's, there's different levels, levels yeah. of professional athletes of, of course there's so many so many levels of professional athletes. 100 uh, a game to me it's just not it's not no, there, there's there's certain things I think Dylan and I have had this like what is the cutoff between professional and semi professional? We actually like, just talked about this like a week. We just talked we yeah. just talked about it and like everybody has their own definition. Mm-hmm. But like I I think if you're training full time, you're making money enough to live on, and like it, it really also depends on like what everyone else in the league is doing. Like for yeah. example, when I was in spoiler when I was in Galway, uh, my my first my first season we were in the second division. I was on a full-time contract. A lot of my teammates were on part-time contracts. Some were on full-time too. And then a few were on amateur deals. A lot, like the league was kind of split between, the, mm-hmm. it was similar. So like, what do you consider yourself? And that, mm-hmm. like, I think that's a case by case, but I would consider that to be full-time. Like if you're on a full-time contract. Yeah. But yeah. it's we uh, we got we gotta gotta do a footwork like Venn diagram like. <laughs> I mean that's that's how I see it. If you're if you're if your bases are covered, yeah. If you can live by yeah. just taking the money from football, then that's full time. I mean, exactly. How is that not full time? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you don't and need I another think, job to live, yeah. then that's full time in my opinion. Yeah, hundred percent. And I think what people also get confused by is like second jobs, like coaching or like dealing right. what you do with the. Teaching, uh, yeah. oh, you both do it. Okay, mm-hmm. see so where you yeah, like. He, wait, he hooked like, it just up. You... Yes, love that. I mean, I, I think it's a I, good I hear you're about to join in. Uh, join yeah. on the gang, keeping these bow bows. Hey, Dylan doesn't know Sean, but I used your code, so <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll slip you a twenty if you use mine. <laughs> no, Dylan's like, yo, use my code and make some money. I was like, oh sorry, I already signed up. We were showing the entire time. <laughs> we're going twenty five, twenty five. I posted. I posted on the on the soccer visa on the last episode we just did, and someone signed up. So Dylan came on hype this morning. I came into Sean's room, busted down the door, and said, "Let's go." Someone, I I, I don't know who it is. So someone used it. Um, I got to look at the name. Hey but they have bucks. to they have to do a couple levels, and then you get a you get a hundred beans. So hundred yeah. hundred yeah. beans oh, now. Wow. Yeah. Honestly, I don't think I'll do that now. Cause like with coaching, like coaching makes so much more money per yeah, hour. 100%. And you in the U S Germany, it, but they laugh. In the U- yeah, exactly. In the U S like coaching, like you can coach a 10 year old kid who like 
Parents are yeah. just like, yeah, here's a, here's a 1v1. Yeah, here's, here's a hundred dollars. That's the thing. Yeah. And, the, and it's the, like, it's the like, rates. that's a better use of our time. And yeah. we enjoy it. Like, I'm sure yeah. you guys are the same. Like I yeah, enjoy it's great. it. It's just, it's, it's a lot more enjoyable than teaching English. Yeah. Sure but does. if I was living in like Asia or Europe mm. again, like I would, I would definitely do that. It's yeah. a good use of time. hundred yeah. percent. So you, you, I mean, you may have ruined the entire episode in, in the story, uh, but uh, let's go. So how did that happen? Did you go straight from, from Germany to, to Ireland and play for Galway? Or there, yeah. So was shout, out, in between? Shout, out Dave, shout out Dave Harris again. Damn. So, so David introduced me to Axel. Step one, he got me to Darmstadt. Mm-hmm. So to Axel, to be fair to him, did hook up those trials. The fifth division team, red white darmstadt wanted to sign me they were just trying to figure out like all the visa stuff that you guys mm-hmm. had to figure out whereas in darmstadt we'll go back to one actually there's so many stories about darmstadt but we'll skip over another we'll another we'll, we'll, mm-hmm. we'll touch on that yeah. in a little yeah. and uh, towards the end but, uh, we get some funny so stories. in darmstadt since we were only there for three months and also they gave us they signed us up for student classes and they were just like oh yeah the classes start in november and then when november came around we just never went to them so i i'm pretty sure we were on student visas we just didn't yeah. know yeah, the owner yeah. took care of it. We yeah. weren't really a part of the process at all. The owner was just like, yeah, in November you have German classes. We we're like, all right. And then November came and we were just like, we don't really want to do these German classes. We don't have to, do we? He's like, no. So we just didn't go. But <laughs> sorry, German government. Uh, but don't arrest me. Uh, yeah, they're, they're probably going to find me. Um, but yeah, so from there, we, I could have went to that fifth division team. But in my mind at that time, I was like, Jeez, Germany is t- like I, w- I went to a few second and third Bundesliga team uh, games, and I was like, "Geez, this level is good. Like it is deep." And like even in the fourth division, I was like, "This is tough. Like mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm going to stand out. Like I, I thought I could play in the fourth division mm-hmm. and maybe the third division, maybe. But like I didn't know if I was going to bang in goals in the fourth division and then be like, "All right, third Bundesliga, sign me up." So I, in my mind at that time, I was like, "All right, get me to a higher level in a worse country." So like maybe I can stand out in that way. Mm-hmm. So that's when so Dave Harris he has a lot of contacts in Ireland. He he knew Liam Buckley who was chef name shout outs who was coach at St Pat's St Patrick's Athletic at the time, mm-hmm. and he was close friends with him because he's in the media. So he gets like these like not backstage what do you call them like press passes basically. Mm-hmm. So he would be at he would go to these legal Ireland games. His sister lives in Dublin, so he contacted Liam. He's like I have this player for you. Are you interested? Liam, we talked a few times. He, I think he had a little bit of interest, but in the end, he was like, at that time, I think St. Pat's had won the league that year and they were, they were the best team in the first division. So he decided not to sign me, but he was like, or not to bring me in or whatever. Uh, but he was like, listen, I have a friend in Galway. They play in the second division. I think it'd be perfect for Jake. Like, get him into the Irish game, get him acclimated, and then maybe like going forward, we can look into him or look into signing him potentially. Mm-hmm. So uh, I went to Galway like I came home from the winter break in Germany to New York and then from there I went to Galway with Tommy Dunn who was the coach at that time and Tommy was like I was there on trial I was there probably three days it was like a Friday Saturday Sunday I kid you not I missed more chances in those three days than I've ever missed in my entire life like I I like there was one time I went around the keeper and like hit the, and the empty net and hit the post I was like I was dangerous like I was I was like I wasn't terrible, but I, I missed so many chances. Like, and so I, it was like Friday, Saturday, Sunday training. And he's like, all right, we'll meet at the hotel after I was like, oh, all right, man, here we go here again. Comes. Yeah. Here it comes. And like, I, I could always go back to the German team I was at, mm-hmm. uh, Darmstadt, 
that I was like, all right, here it comes. And he's like, all right, here's your contract. Um, like, here are the terms. I was like, excuse me? Uh, I was like, all right, sweet. All right, <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, here are the terms. Like, are these good with you? And I was like, it was legitimate. Not, not money that I'm going to save up forever, but it was like money I could live on mm-hmm, comfortably, mm-hmm. especially considering there was housing. And I was like, and they were paying for my flights and like all this different stuff. I was like, okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> like, where do I sign? Do you have a pen? Give me that pen. Um, <laughs> so I signed there and the, like, it took a little bit of time to get into the Irish game is as you can imagine. It's like very, very fast paced, very physical, mm-hmm. which I think really suits my game. It just took some time to kind of get used to it. Um, what else about but, the Irish game? Like, yeah, is, it, is it direct? Do they like to play wide and get crosses in? Like, what would you, if you could dive I would into say, a more? I would say, so some teams really like to play out of the back. Mm-hmm. Some teams are uh, like more like bottom teams and mid-table teams are like very direct. Literally just route one, six or four striker, knockdown, like as you'd expect. Mm-hmm. But what is kind of, what I like about the Irish game is you don't, like even the teams that try to possess, there's no useless possession. I find in the U.S. and and like USL, USL Championship, like a lot of these teams, like they just possess to possess. And part of that is, yeah, it's 90 degrees with 100% humidity. It's hot and the game's played at a little bit of a slower pace. Mm-hmm. But in Ireland, like it's even teams like Galway and the other team, I won't spoil it, that I ended up playing with in Ireland. <laughs> uh, they, they both were like, Want to keep it on the ground, maybe try to play into the striker's feet. But if it's not on, we're not going to just play seven passes in the back. We're going to play the channels. We're going to get balls in behind. We're going to, there were so many, like we would get the ball wide, early crosses. Like we had this one player who, Gary Shanahan, um, what's his name? Look him up. He was dropping. <laughs> I feel like it's better than just saying, yeah, we had some right, uh, ginger right wing. Like, come on. <laughs> just, I don't know. Just <laughs> some ginger right wing. I'm picturing someone now though. Uh, I'll, I'll give you both next time. Uh, but he would like, his feet weren't great, but he could run all day, would mm-hmm. work his balls off and he would work balls in early crosses, like incredible crosser of the ball. Okay. Like he couldn't pass a five yard ball, but he could whip it in every time. So I knew like <laughs> just get in the box, get my head on it. And like, and then we had that on both wings, but Gary especially stuck out to me. And we had a, like a good number 10 as well in Galway. So it was just like that kind of style, like suited me perfectly. Like what did you guys all day, play there like, formation wise? We did, we were a mix between a, like a four, three, three or four, five, one, whatever you want to call it. And then gotcha. a, a, four, a four, four, two. So mm-hmm. I was pretty much at the start, they had me playing on the wing and then after that, I was pretty much as a striker. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first year, we did more four four two because we were the best or one of the best teams in the league in the second division. And then when we got promoted, the second season, we probably did more of a like one striker. Mm-hmm. Um, but at that time, I think I got better playing by myself. The first year, I wasn't as equipped. Uh, what was uh, what was that pro- promotion yeah, like? Was, was that insane? That was that? Uh, yeah, that was that was sick. That was that was probably my best memory in the professional game. Anyway, it was. Mm-hmm. We finished, we finished, we, we had a good team, but it was the first year that the club was, they went bankrupt in 2010, 2011. Oh, so wow. they weren't around for like three years. I read that. So they came back again as like a new entity, basically the same club. But, uh, so but that year was the first season that we were back. So it was like a new, new club, all new players, new coach, uh, everything. So it took some time for us to kind of learn each other's tendencies and all that, mm-hmm. all that different stuff. Uh, so the first half of the year wasn't great. 
we were probably mid table first half of the year. And then the second half of the year, we just took off and we won most of our games down the stretch and we finished third, which third meant we play second in our division in a two legged playoff. And then we go and play second bottom from the first division in a two legged playoff. Mm. And then the winner of that gets promoted. So we ended up, we won four, one on aggregate in the, um, in the, in the first round of the playoff. And then the second round we won, I think it was five, one on aggregate. So we were like, wow. we were running through teams oh. at that point. Yeah. yeah. So the, the, the team we played, the team we beat five, one over two legs was like, we were, we destroyed them and they were in the top division. And mm-hmm. we, like that, the team we had that year was like, by the end, I thought we were the best team in the league. Um, but it just, the way we played at the beginning didn't uh, lead to that, but we had, and I'll give you a real shout out this time, not some random Gary Shanahan. We had, Ryan Manning, he is a left back for QPR in the championship. Oh, he was he was 18 years old at that time. He was he was more of like a winger, number 10 for us. He was he was very good, very talented young player, and he went to QPR like right after that season. He's been there ever since, and like he's been linked with a few prem teams. Like he he's one of QPR's best players. So we'll see. He's like like 22 now. So hopefully he gets a move and give him another shout out. Yeah, get him on footwork. Yeah, get off of work. <laughs> so you didn't you didn't quite spoil it this time, but we we know that there's another move coming. So when does that happen, and how does that happen? So after the second year in, in Galway, so you're we, you guys have promoted and you're in the first tier yeah, now. We are in the first tier now. The second year we stay up. Mm-hmm. Um, we finished tenth out of twelve, just by the skin of our teeth. Uh, but we, I mean, we we underperformed. I think we had a lot of injuries and. We could have been probably seventh or eighth, but gotcha, mid table. But 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 yeah, but like tenth is fair enough, and we were we were safe with a couple games to go. So uh, we but we made the cup final that year, uh, the league cup final, uh, which was really cool. Uh, we we beat like three teams that would have been ahead of us in the table, like on the road to it. So we like we won an extra time one in the quarterfinal, then we won on penalties in the semifinal against the best team by a mile in the country, and then in the final we we lost on penalties and I won't yeah. say how my penalty personally went. We'll just skip over that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, was, yeah. I've been there. I, know, I, I think I scored in the semifinal, but you know, the final was just too big of a stage for me. He <laughs> <laughs> just thought about Golly before, yeah, before he golly went golly up to hit it. Nah, he was thinking of fucking Eva or Eva, whatever yeah. her name was. <laughs> golly, the, the, he told the keeper which way I shoot. <laughs> Probably. But what kind of sucked about it was even more, I mean, it sucked obviously, but the team that we played was St. Pat's, which was they, in the previous years, they had won the league. They had won like the main cup. They had been in Europe, like this game, like they wanted to win. It was a cup final, mm-hmm. but for us, and we got a draw, like it was a random draw and it was at home for us. So we sold out the plays like, and <sighs> then like, we were, I mean, they were the favorites, but we had a chance and it was an even game. Not many chances. It depends. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just like, if we would have won it, it would have been the, the club hadn't won. It hasn't won a trophy since like 1991 still haven't. <sighs> and we were like, this could be it. Like we could, like we got promoted last year, which is sick, but like we could win like a, a made one of the major three trophies in the country mm-hmm. and like in front of our home crowd. And like, it just, I mean, I'm just, it makes me sick thinking about, but oh, man. yeah. I mean, the only bright side, I guess I didn't, I didn't miss the losing penalty. Like I missed and then they missed and then we kept oh, so going. You're even. So oh, you're, good. you're good. You're good. You're good. Yeah. Like, like the I, right back. I, they I, forgot I, about at it. One point, at one point we were even and then someone else missed the last penalty, but 
As long no, as I, it was, as long as it was even at some point. <laughs> no, I'm fault. still, I'm still fully on the hook. I, I'm not going to put myself on the hook. <laughs> We're trying to stroke the ego. <laughs> yeah, don't, and don't do that. <laughs> Ego's big enough as it is. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So we won't, we won't touch too much more into that, but so was that like, tor- that was the end of the season then that cup game or were you? Yeah, that cup was like in September, end of September. Uh-huh. And so then we had a few more games, like important league games left to stay up, which we won enough. We got enough points in the last what are five or six games. So we stay up. And then uh, we, so at that point I kind of knew I actually, the agent that I had been working with, I had always told him like, look for things in the U S for me. And if something comes, then I'll consider it. And probably in October, he reached out. He's like, I have a team in the NASL. FC Edmonton, they're a Canadian team, but they play against like the Cosmos at that time and mm-hmm. Miami FC and all those big teams. So it was a significantly better contract than I was on in Ireland. It was uh, two years. There was a year plus an option. And I was like, all right. Like I, I, at that point in Ireland, I was like, I had a really, really like my, the second season I was in Galway was like, like a very good, probably my best personal season of my career. Just and I was like, not quite, but like I, I was, I was happy with it and I was mm-hmm. like, I wanted to do something new. Like I, mm-hmm. like I could have stayed in Galway obviously. Um, but I was just like, uh, if I stay here, like what else am I going to do that besides maybe win a cup, but the likelihood of that is small. So I was just kind of gotcha. like, right. But you didn't feel that there was going to be a bigger opportunity, like someone from England would see you or something like that. Well, in Eng- like at, during that time, I was talking to some like English and Scottish agents, and they would reach out to me, and not in England, but they would say like, "Hey, a League One team in Scotland is interested. Like, they see you. Like, do you think like you can make a move here?" And every time, I'd be like, "I don't have a UK passport." So in in Ireland, it's really easy to get. Well, not really easy, but it's a lot easier to get uh, visas just because. So the rule is you have to be making a minimum salary which isn't ridiculous. So clubs are willing to pay it. And also you have to, the previous season, you have to have played in 50% of your games. Mm-hmm. So even if you get injured, which is, it's a stupid rule, but like, mm-hmm. so, and as long as you have that pretty much, you'll get the yeah, visa will be accepted for a year. And in the UK, it's completely different. Uh, it's just a lot more difficult. Tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. The, I, I mean, it'd be a fun league for you to play in if, if you want to. But we can talk to Dave. We can get you in. Yeah. Doesn't sound like it. It doesn't sound like it suits me. But I think Sean would ball on that. Yeah. If you like heading the ball fifty yards, you're in. (laughs) (laughs) I just picture it. Hey, now all you gotta do is you gotta go there with your head bandaged, like even before training. Like just cut my eye right here. Yeah. Like cut your eye with like a I don't know, with a little scissor cut, and just be like, (laughs) ah. You know what's Uh, hilarious? So when when Dylan first mentioned you. He's like, oh yeah, my friend Jake. Whatever I train with him, he loves the best podcast. friend. Way yes, back. he said, yeah, best way, friend. way back when, best friend, <laughs> great guy. And he's like, oh yeah, he played in Ireland for a few years, whatever. And for whatever reason, since then, until <laughs> until maybe <laughs> until maybe last week, yeah, when we added you to our uh, fantasy yeah. Premier League to draft, <laughs> I thought you were Irish. Yeah, <laughs> so every time, every time, like you would say something to Dylan. And he would, he would like say what you said. I always in my head was thinking of like your face from your Instagram and an Irish voice. <laughs> that's hilarious. You're not the first person that's called me Irish. And, then, and then we add you to the fantasy league. And I'm like, oh yeah, we got some international in our league now. And Dylan goes, international? <laughs> from, <laughs> from, 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 <laughs> from Stormville, New York. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, 
thought that was just a very necessary story that goes with this Ireland. Uh, That's hilarious. In Ireland. I don't know why I thought it, but it just, that was like the initial thought. Like, oh, Jake Keegan sounds Irish. I don't know. Yeah. Played in Ireland. Yeah. I mean, how would you wind up in Ireland? I guess I just thought it was like not possible. And I was like, yeah, he's Irish. Dave Harris. Dave Harris, man. So Dave <laughs> Harris, Dave Harris gets you to FC Edmonton too. Well, indirectly, it, okay. Edmonton is the one place that he really didn't because he introduced me to that agent initially. Axel, right? To Axel, and Axel was the one he facilitated that deal. Hmm. Sean um, needs a drink. <laughs> we we need a water break. All right, uh, time out. Uh, Thirty minutes is up. We need a uh, water break. Uh, five subs now, so everybody's fine. Uh, All right, let's bring it in. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's have a team talk at thirty minutes. You have a, you have a roommate. Um, my girlfriend. No, I right, bring her in. <laughs> we need a new guest. <laughs> She's not home. <laughs> okay. All right. So yeah, back to Edmonton. Uh, so he didn't, he introduced me to Axel, but he didn't, Axel facilitated that deal, got me in there. Um, I was happy to sign it. Obviously I, in retrospect, I probably should have looked more into kind of the, the coach and the team. I really didn't talk to the coach much. I more talked to the general manager. That's just how Edmonton operated. Mm. Uh, but I, got the they got like gave me like a pre-contract before the season ended in, in Galway I agreed to it but I wasn't like it wasn't binding I I, we were just, I was just like yeah I plan on signing this and then in November I went to Edmonton just like visited the city and then signed the contract in Edmonton after that uh that was the first time I talked to the coach like one-on-one uh like conversation with him mm-hmm. uh which like yeah I probably should like if I if going in forward and if anybody's having a contract you probably should know the coach a little bit better than just a one conversation. Like ask him, I should ask more questions. Like, where do you see me fitting in? Like, mm-hmm. like what kind of style do you play? I should have watched more of the Edmonton games. Yeah. Um, just because like I was there for two years, uh, 2016, 2017, just so we can date this. Uh, and Wikipedia. Wikipedia date it. And then like the first year was like, it started off really well. Like the first, I think like 20 something games, I was always playing on the wing, which is a little disappointing for me. Like I, I can do it, but I didn't think it was the ideal position. Like if there's a striker that's banging in goals, like for sure I'll fit into the team wherever I can fit in. Mm-hmm. But we had a striker that year that scored, I think two goals and he started every game. Like and I and feel we, like your, your talents are more suited to be in between the posts. Those yeah. But, yeah. The issue, like to be fair, like the issue is like I'm smaller and my hold up play can be like not as good as it should be sometimes. Mm-hmm. But, but my greatest trait is between the, it's like in the box. So yeah. if you're playing out wide, especially the way that we played, we were so defensive. Like we, at one point, like, I think we allowed 20, 20 goals or 21 goals in 32 games, which is just banana land. Like there was an article about yeah. us in some like Italian newspaper, like, it may have been <laughs> Spanish or like, like, I don't know. It was clipped and like people were reading it. It, was, it may have been Spanish. Uh, but they were it just makes more sense about, that it would be Italian, though. Let's yeah. just say it's Italian. Yeah, yeah, actually, that's true with the defensive tactics. But yeah. I was One thinking uh, Spanish to Atletico Madrid, but we weren't true. really like Atletico at all. We were just really defensive. Um, but we and and most of the goals we gave up even were at the last like five games of the year. So like it was at that point it was even fewer goals that we had given up. It was just a crazy season. Our goalkeeper was unbelievable too. But I was playing on the wing. Like I scored in the first twenty games. I 
probably started every game bar like one or two scored five goals, which for us was basically the top scorer on our team. So I was like, I was kind of happy with it. And we, we were really good in, by the end of August, we were top of the league, like in the combined standings, the way the NASL worked, there's a spring and a fall, but like the spring season, we lost by a point. Um, then the fall, like we were 10 to 15 games in. So we were like 25 games a year. We were top of the table and we were FC Edmonton. Like these, like they had never made the playoffs before. They were, they weren't a great team. And like we, they made some good sign or we made some good signings that year and we were pretty good. And we ended up finishing in third and we made the semifinal and we lost to Indy 11. So like the first year it was okay. It was just, I didn't think it suited me perfectly. And so by the end of the year, I was like, I was talking to Axel and I was like, I, I had another, like they picked up my option and I was like, I don't want to be back here. Like nothing personal, but it's just, I didn't think it suited my game the way it should have. And like, I didn't like the way the coach coached or his tactics at all. Like I just thought it was so defensive Mm -hmm. and also he wouldn't really give me a chance in my, I thought my best position. Uh, so I, I asked to leave and actually was like, yeah, yeah, of course. Well, like this is not the right situation for you. It was a good season, but let's move you on. I was like, all right, great. Like, awesome. Like, let's, move on like talk to the coach like the coaches some coaches you talk more like face-to-face this coach is more kind of you just don't you don't talk to him he's not a friendly guy he's just Mm -hmm. angry little man um shout out colin miller uh even if even if it's not a good to be fair to him he had he did have a decent playing career but he was a terrible coach uh but so i was like all right yeah let's move on like I, I didn't think he, the coach would care. Like he used me. I played a good amount, but I didn't think it was like, I was a huge loss to him. I didn't think he would mind that much, but like December rolls around January, like actually let me talk to Colin, like have like, what's the deal? He, but what he would do is he would show me other, he would talk to other coaches around the league and even in USL. And he'd be like, this coach is interested. They maybe want to sign you. And I'd be like, okay, like let's talk about that. He's like, yeah, but we have to talk to Colin. I was like, all right, talk to Colin. And then like, it was just going back and forth and by, finally by like the end of January, we're supposed to go back in February free season. He was just like, I think if we do this, Colin will be very mad and he just won't play you. Um, so we're better off just keeping quiet. I was like, well, you said you, you were going to do one thing and we're doing another thing. And during this time, like he's, he's like, he's, he's teasing me with like at one of the teams that was interested in me was San Francisco deltas. Mm-hmm. And they ended up winning the league. Like the coach wanted to find me, but him and Colin had a bad relationship shock. Cause he has a bad, Colin has a bad relationship with everybody. But, uh, shock uh but it just didn't work out and so i i mean i obviously if you're under contract that's just part of the game you sometimes have to go places that you don't want to go and you have to be professional about it so for the second season i went back to to edmonton uh and that season was was a disaster we don't think we don't have enough time in the podcast that's for the book later on we don't have enough time to describe it was two thumbs down yeah it was just yeah dislike strongly um (laughs) We, we weren't good. We were, we finished second bottom and we just, we didn't have a good season and it was, it was coming like the one season, the, the season before where we were good, it was all like the veteran leadership and just the players yeah. that holding it together, create, yeah, holding together, holding everybody accountable, creating that kind of atmosphere in the team. And we lost a couple players, but it was largely the same team, but it, we, we lost that kind of chemistry. And we also mm-hmm. just the way we won, we won by the skin of our teeth. So small margins made a huge difference. And the second year just wasn't, uh, it, it wasn't great. It was, it was the one year in my career where I'm like, that was an absolute waste. Nothing good came of that. Like, and it, I mean, it, it's annoying. Like even during the year I was trying to leave, I talked to the coach directly. My, I was like, and he's like, yeah, you can go. And in the summer window, he's like, yeah, you can go. And then 
I would get a team. One of the teams actually was Harrisburg um, to come to come fully back around. And the coach was like, yeah, you, we will sign you. And then Colin was like, no, you can't go. I was like, okay. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, but, but again, like, I don't want to sound too down about it. Cause like you're getting to play a game. You're getting like yeah, a game course, you yeah. love, a game you love. You're getting paid to do it. You're living in a foreign country, even though it's basically the North pole, but like, <laughs> but it's foreign. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. It, yeah. So I, I mean, it was, it was an experience again, it's a, a learning experience. And I think I learned a lot from that mm-hmm. about like just being more proactive in terms of talking to people beforehand, but also right. you're going to be put in situations both on trial, both maybe when you sign with a team, you have to make the most of it. You have mm-hmm. to, if you're not playing regularly or if you're not playing the position you want to play, there's so many different factors and it's a game of opinion. So everybody sees the game differently, whether you agree with it or not. Like Colin was the coach. So you have to respect whatever team he puts out and whatever tactics and all the different yeah. stuff. So, I mean, it, it was what it was, but. So enough, I, enough about this depressing second year. Let's, let's go back to <laughs> some good to, time news. Time to move on. Met yes. some great people. Met some great people along the way. I probably keep cut, keep touch with more people from Edmonton, more players than any other place I've been. So I'll say that. Cool. Nice. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So, but we go back to your to your to Sean's what thought was your homeland. Yeah. Back to the Dubs. Back to Dublin. Uh, so, how did that happen? So that that off season was that season. I scored three goals. So mm. I'm not getting. And that was the year where NASL folded. I think we were training at this off season. Yeah, we were definitely. We yeah, were definitely we were definitely training at this off season. Yeah. Yeah, and then so like NSL had folded. It's already a tough job market in terms of getting um, contracts for players because instead of having NSL and USL, now you just have USL. USL is paying less money. Like mm-hmm. a lot of the USL teams are basically academy teams. So you, that was they're a not, massive shakeup in the US market. They're not even for guys. A yeah. lot of the US they won't sign you unless you're under 21. Like it doesn't matter if you're messy, like it, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so like that, like Harrisburg who was interested in me in the summer, they were also interested in me after the season, but their coach had stepped down. So the GM was like, he, he made me a contract offer, um, a decent enough one. I was, I would have been happy to sign it. Uh, and, but then after they made the offer, like a couple weeks later, they had signed their coach, a new or their new coach, and he was like, look, I know you, you've been offered this. Um, I don't see you in my plans in terms of like playing significant minutes. Like we'll honor the contract if you want or honor the offer if you want. I didn't ever sign the contract, but it was like, it was given to me and mm-hmm. it was basically accepted that they had offered it. Um, so he was just like, listen, like up to you, you can come if you want, but basically you're not going to play. So I was like, all right, I won't, I'm not going to do that. That wouldn't be smart. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but that was pretty much, hold on, I got a knock on the door. Hello. Oh, nice. Another footwork guest. Yes. New guest. I don't, I mean, she has a key, so I don't think it's her. It's Amazon. Amazon. It's definitely Amazon. What did you order? Hi. Hi. I'm the Census Bureau. Um, oh, we, we, we got a Census Bureau. You want to be on, we want to, hold on. I'm, I'm doing a podcast right now, so. Oh, do you know anything about the neighbor at 516? Uh, I've seen them once or twice, but that's pretty much it. That's okay, exactly so it. don't know how long they've lived here or anything like no, that? No, none of that. Okay, tell all your followers. Make sure they do their census. Okay, everyone. On <laughs> everyone do your census. Do your census. She says your tax dollars are paying for it. <laughs> wow. He was shout, out, shout out to our new guest. Face shield and everything. 
she was ready. Face shield and everything. That's a yeah. oh, man. Oh, we we should have you should have got a quick shot of oh, her, man. So who's who's the guest? Who's the guest in five sixteen? What are they doing there? <laughs> I, I I've seen them maybe once. I, don't know. I was about to yell something out, but then I I, I yeah. <laughs> uh, funny. All right, where were we? <laughs> um, do your census, folks. We were, it's important. Uh, yeah, it's very important. It helps the government track you and <laughs> and, and follow your every move. I'm sure you want that. <laughs> it does not. <laughs> um, where were we? Talking, we, were, we were talking um, about golly. No, we were talking about them honoring. <laughs> let's go back to God. Yeah, the Harrisburg contract. So you they were in. It. So you were in Israel. <laughs> so you were born. Then what? <laughs> so you. Um, they said that they would honor your contract, but they weren't going to give you yeah. playing time. Yeah. So I was like, ah, yeah, uh, we don't need to honor it. Like, no problem. Like, that's normal. Like, there was, there's no issue with that. Like, if new coach comes in, that's I, I wouldn't. There's nothing against the club that, that I have. If, if he's not interested, he's not interested. Mm-hmm. So, but at that point, if this was like maybe end of, no, end of December, beginning of January, probably. This so, is, this is when the net sessions are in full force. Yeah, the net session, we were doing box drill like no we're other. Doing, we were doing box drill. So, box yeah. drill people, you put a box at the 18 yard line, you get two people ping balls into you. You got to have a good first touch, keep it in yeah. the box, and you got to strike it on net. Yeah, and if you're Scotty, you just try first-time balls every time and one in a million will go shout down. Scotty. <laughs> Scotty will definitely <laughs> listen to this episode because it's you, so shout-out to Scotty. <laughs> shout-out, Scotty. Legend. Binghamton legend as well. Let's Binghamton legend, in. man. Can't escape uh, you guys. Yeah. I took his number. When he, he graduated, I took 11, so. What number, what, what, what's, like, your number? I, I like being a different number every team. So, like, growing up, I was always six. And then college, I was eight and 11. And then I was uh, 12 at Galway, uh, 23 at Edmonton, 21 at Pats, and nine at uh, Greenville. You know, what, you know what Sean's number is as a center back? I want to say, nine, like, baby. 10 or so, nine or something. <laughs> I just don't understand that. I'm surprised they let you have that. It, it was free when I came, and they were like, you want 9, 12, or, like, 16? I was like, 9. There are no Obviously. good choices. <laughs> why, why would there I not take number 9? I mean. <laughs> yeah, you guys are going to have to put me up front at some point. Well, you were playing exactly up front. Exactly, the uh, end of the game. When I go up, then it makes sense. Yeah. What was the country again? Well, I'm not. Uh, uh, where did you play first? Uh, Cambodia? No. Mongolia. Mongolia. <laughs> Mongolia. <Exactly. laughs> yeah. Well, I get, Mongolia, I, I should have. Every... Number nine would have made sense there. I played. That's half, what I'm saying. You were I pretty you much played half of my minutes at, at forward. Yeah, 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 you were top scorer there. Tor- so. Towards the end of the season, the last three games of the season, I started at forward. Yeah, exactly. Relegation dogfight. Get the big man up front. The, from the start. No nonsense. And it worked. It did work. Man, I'm, fair. St- I'm still laughing about Cambodia, though. Cambodia, that would be a cool place to play. Honestly, I, the reason why is I was offered to play in Cambodia at one point. So oh, that's wow. probably why I popped into my it, – it was it, – but, like, I think it's awesome what, what you did. Did Dave get there. you that one, too? No. That was not Dave. No shout out for Dave. The best. But I, I, I think that's really cool. Like, I, it's something I would love to do. Like, just for like a year or something, live in some somewhere like that. Like, so when we out to Mongolia? Country. No, not Mongolia. I know you've we already want, been there. You've already been there. Southeast Asia. Asia. We got. I've yeah, we want to go to Southeast Asia. About the, we got to hit up Thailand, bad things, Malaysia, yes. Indonesia, yeah. Philippines. Yeah. 
Hit up yeah. Dave for all three Sing- of us. Let's go. Singapore or something like that. Singapore would be sick. Man. Yeah, we can go together. We're not going we're not going to Mongolia because the pregame meal had hair in it. So we're just true. We're, yeah. yeah, that's true. We could do better. The, the podcast with Mongolia put me off or just put me off too much. So I'll go somewhere <laughs> new. <laughs> I think we just I think the lifestyle, like one year on like the beach, getting paid like a king, zero expenses. Yeah, that'd be it'd be unbelievable. Let's After get the, that, three, we can let's get the three of us. Let's yeah, we can retire in Barcelona after that. You can join. You can join the pod full time. <laughs> I'm in for that. I wanted to start a podcast with Dave. This guy, this guy, he gets engaged, and then he can't. He, like, you, you can't get him on the phone. Oh. If, I mean, he is engaged. I, like, he's in love. I all understand it. But you're about to get. You're about to get <laughs> disinvited. Unadvocated. No, I think we built up too too much of a strong relationship. I think we're good. I swear, this census lady threw everything off. Where are you? What is <laughs> going on a roll? Who are you? Uh, what? Uh, where were we? Oh yeah. All right. So, so yeah. So, USL market wasn't great. I no one was really interested. Like trials here and there, but nothing concrete. And then I had two options in the end. Two like firm options. One was to go play in Australia, second division, probably mm-hmm. similar. It was, I don't know, was it, it was Melbourne, Mel, sorry, Melbourne, 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 yeah. Melbourne Knights. <laughs> yeah, there's no R, dude. There is, like, Melbourne, Melbourne Knights. Um, and so the two options were go there or go bring That's it all back around. Too. Yeah, it was, it was good. It was a good offer. Like the one thing that put me off was my rule is if the, club, the league isn't on transfer mark or like soccer way, it's not tracked, I feel like you're too far off the grid. And that at that time they weren't like that literally was what made my they're not are they i'm i feel like they Some, might be now they might be now but at that time they weren't and like that puts me off because i feel like you can go to random places but like once you're so far off the grid that they don't know if you're playing men's yeah. league or yeah. or like what uh, it, doesn't help, it doesn't help you it doesn't help it, you for the next offer exactly like i think it'd be fun but i think it would hurt you like melbourne knights you said yeah melbourne knights all right we're Some making guy, yeah. So, so from there, so the two options were Melbourne or uh, St. Patrick's Athletic, which was the first team that Dave contacted. It was still the same coach, Liam Buckley, uh, when like when I was in Germany uh, before I went to Galway. So he gave me an offer. Uh, signed, decided to go there. Uh, signed that. Like they had already been in preseason for like three or four weeks. Their season started in. I think I started signed beginning of February. Their season started like February fifteenth. And they had to get the work permit in. So by the time I got to Ireland, it was three days before the season. So I had literally no preseason, which I mean, that happens all the time in, mm-hmm. in the game. But it was a, it was a difficult start uh, just coming to a new club. And St. Pat's where they are, and they're one of the bigger clubs in Ireland. Uh, they're not the last few years. They haven't been at the top of the table, but they've been like making Europe. The year I was there, we we made Europe. We didn't get to play in Europe, which was unfortunate, but like the team I played for qualified for Europe. So you and qualified for Europe, but you didn't get, Oh, because okay. but it was for the following season. Gotcha. And I, so like that season, Liam Buckley had been there at the club for like seven, eight years. He was really successful. Uh, the year before I got there, they almost got relegated though. So they were probably considering getting rid of him and he, but he came back for the year that I was there and we, we, we did pretty well. We, we could have been better. Uh, but we finished fifth and we made it through Europe top four normally make Europe, but because the team in fourth had some, I don't remember what their, was there some, they had only been around for two years and you have to be around for longer than that. Or it was some like loophole that got us into Europe for the following season. 
we finished fifth out of 12 or 10 or whatever it was. Ireland always goes back and forth between 10 and 12 uh, teams in the top division. Uh, but so we finished fifth. It was a pretty good season. I scored a decent amount of goals, like on a personal level, but I wasn't like in the team week in, week out. Like I'd be in the team for five games here and then I'd be out of the team for a couple games here. And like, and I mean, fair enough, like the, the style of play and that the coach wanted to play, whatever decisions he made, he had like, he had a, he had a striker there that was like a club legend when they won all their stuff, he had scored so many goals for them. But by the time I was there, he wasn't quite that same player, but he still kind of stuck with them. And I mean, it, I mean, it was what it was. We, we were, we had a decent season. I had a decent season. Like, I, but unfortunately we towards it was September, probably Liam got sacked. So I, which is weird to me because like we, there's only like five games left. Um, and the previous year they almost got relegated. And this year we were like, we were fifth, like Much better, we, ended, yeah. we were significantly better than the previous season. A mm-hmm. uh, lot of good players at that club. Uh, it, was, it was unfortunate that we couldn't like push to be like third or fourth. Cause I think that could have, that was more accurate representation of like who we were as players mm-hmm. and what we could have been. But I mean, it was, it was decent. Enough. I love living in Dublin, like probably my favorite place to live. I like had apartment, uh, right in the middle of the city, like 20 minutes. Have you guys been to Dublin? No. What's I've been to Dublin. City? For, um, why did you love living there? It was like, I think so much of it is just where you're set up. Like I was in a one bedroom apartment, like 20 minutes from like Temple Bar, uh, Stevens Green. Like I don't even drink that much, but just that area. Um, mm-hmm, Stevens mm-hmm. Green is like the big part. It's like Central Park in, mm-hmm. in Dublin. And like, there's so much stuff. Like I had a car, which always makes things better. Um, just getting around like there's so many like countryside big red, big red van yeah it really wasn't it, it was it was actually bmw it was like there's the two parts. oh, oh. <laughs> moving on there's up a, there's a dude there's i'm driving around a big red van 12 seater and then a bmw one year like the diff, the highs and the lows of like the lower division professional right. oh man yeah it's like it's wild um but like I, I got to go like to all these different cool like countryside places. Then we're also on the coast. So there's lots of beaches and like, mm. I got to visit like all around Ireland just cause I was in the car, uh, like in a car. And then I could, mm. if I wanted, I didn't have to take the car out. I could just go for t- 10, 15 minute walk straight into the city, like where everybody was like Ireland, Irish people are just, they're great. They love life. They're, they plan, they don't plan for tomorrow. So they're just, just like, living, 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 living for today. That's amazing. <laughs> for today. Now that, that's actually that's the team that got you on FIFA, right? Well, Gal, yeah, one of the two. So Gal, I was on FIFA with Galway, and then also on FIFA with. St. Oh Pat. yeah, because they were in the first tier. Sick. Yeah, man. Yeah. All right, so we gotta ask: like, would you just play with yourself, pass it to Keegs, or? Ah, uh, I mean, there's. Do you agree uh, with your oh, ratings? Uh yeah, they're pretty fair. I mean, I'm not very good. So wait, I, I, <laughs> wait, I have. I think I have a picture. Yeah, you can get my my two player cards up. I like, I have no I had no complaints about my rating. I was just happy to be in the game. Yeah. That's All right, here we go. So far, we got Keegs um, right here. Um, sixty. Ooh. Yeah, that's it's a bit high. If sixty-eight anything. pace. Sixty-eight pace. Fifty-eight shot. Fifty passing. Sixty-one yeah, dribble. As long as my strength, twenty-one, twenty-five defense. I don't know about that right back. That's fair. Twenty-five defense. That's fair. (laughs) I may have been megged by Dylan once or twice, so I think that's probably (laughs) the fever creators have. We do that one-on-one drill. (laughs) Sixty-four physical. I mean, that is wildly inaccurate. 
I'd be lucky to be 23. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, dude, like a 60 in FIFA is still like. Yeah. In Galway, I was a 56. Okay. Uh, so wait, this yeah, is. You, you increased. Yeah. So they, they thought Pat. I got better. This is yeah. St. Pat's. This is. Um, yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's kind of cool to see fucking. <laughs> we see him here. We see him here. And there's yeah. Keegs on FIFA. There he is. And is that is that how you got verified on Twitter and, and Instagram too? I'm actually not verified on Twitter. Twitter doesn't like me, but just Facebook and Instagram. How does that happen? Uh, so so Facebook, Edmonton, the social media guy, he was like, hey, look, like we can get you all verified on Facebook. We were like, who cares? But we were like, all right, <laughs> Facebook, like, oh, so my aunt and uncle will know I'm verified. <laughs> look at this. Jake, he's got a check next to his name. But that that was like 2016, 2017. So I got verified on Facebook, and I think that's what helped me maybe get verified on Instagram because they're connected. Yeah. But Probably. like I wasn't verified on Instagram until the beginning of this year, so it yeah. was it was a it was like a long time between Facebook verification and Instagram. But like I just I don't know exactly how I, like USL had us fill out this thing last year for verification, but they always say like some people they don't understand who gets verified, who doesn't. And that was like months before I got verified. So I don't know if that was related, but like, I just woke up one morning. And I was like, yeah. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Stroking you a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I looked it up. So coming back to this Melbourne Knights, um, they yeah. are on transfer market now, but yeah. it's a bit sketchy because their keeper, it says 41 years old. Um, they have a defender who's 37. Um, an American a center back who's 35. And he's got a hundred and ten market, hundred and ten thousand market value. Huh. So and here's here's my thing. Here's my thing with transfer mark. Like a lot of teams are on transfer mark, but they don't mm-hmm. like track the leagues in terms of like appearances and yeah. goals. Yeah. And, like yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I when I say on transfer mark, I mean like the team, the league has to be. Is it real time like, stats? Yeah, yeah in yeah. real time mm-hmm. stats. So like I don't I don't know if Melbourne is in that category, but like, I don't it know a lot of teams. So. Yeah, a lot like even some PDL teams like they'll have their like. And college teams sometimes. Some college like they'll, teams have, yeah. they'll have some of their players on transfer mark, but they won't keep track of anything else. So I don't, I don't count that. Oh, personally. wow. Look at Keegs. Wow, you got a pretty high transfer market value. What do we yeah. have here? Do you know it? Oh, yeah, of course I know of it. Of course he knows it. He's, um, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, he's worth $193,000. How, how do they come up with this number? Do you know uh, it? Basically, I just send him my contract, and then it's, it's like, for, like for life. You know, I'm just <laughs> no, they, they they take my contract, multiply it by ten, and then you got the answer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> perfect. <laughs> no, yeah, ten. Ten's about right. Yeah, no. Um, but yeah, we're gonna move on with this story. Um, yeah. We're almost done, thankfully. <laughs> if anybody is asleep, please wake up. This is the best part. No way they were asleep. Did you? <laughs> the, did you the, hear the, the lady, the lady coming? is coming back for the census. <laughs> Turns out. Some guy, some girl's living in five sixteen from Austria. Her name's Eva, or Eva, uh, whatever the hell. Definitely is. not. There was definitely not a girl in there. I can I can verify that one. Sean, tough luck. Sean is only worth twenty eight thousand. Oh man, how do they come up oh, with that? You know, you they're they're on the come up. Oh, they must have multiplied my contract means- by seven hundred thousand. <laughs> what do you add, Dill? I'm not even on. <laughs> no, you definitely actually. On I don't know if I'm on. Value. It says it says on Dylan's market value. Pay one hundred dollars. <laughs> it's like game monopoly pay two hundred dollars to the bank (laughs) start again 
I don't think I've, I don't think since uh, I signed for this new team, I don't think I'm on this one yet. So we'll see. What about for your old team, the Oberliga team? You're on it for Let's that, see. right? Let's no, see. I remember I texted you. I was like, yeah, you made it. <laughs> You're on. You made transfer mark. You legit, my book. And Desmond wins it high up the pitch. And away he goes. And it's Keegan. One nil. So back back to let's let's tell the stories too. So we're um back to stories. We're at okay. St. Pat's. Is there anything else that you know crazy that happens there or um it's crazy. I mean no, that was a pretty straightforward year, I think. Uh, I mean, I don't know, like nothing that springs to mind. Mm-hmm. I mean, not not in terms of like German stories. Like, if you want me to get back to those ones, I don't know. Well, maybe we'll get we'll get back yeah. to that because we have a couple games to play at the end. So maybe we'll get back <laughs> okay. to those. Okay. But we um, so now you're playing because this is the next contract, right? I'm not missing it. Yeah, yeah. After saying so the next yeah. one. So you actually, you know, the new league started in in mm-hmm. the U.S. and you were. So you play one year and you. I don't know the story. So we play one year in, in at uh, in Ireland. Then you go back to the U.S. Yeah. So after Liam got sacked, yeah. um, we had like five games left. The assistant that took over for those five games, like he really liked me. I like I had a really good like spell of form like right at the end of the season. So I was like, I was open to staying. I was also open to going back to the U S like, or maybe a couple other options. Like I always just, I like having as many options as I can and then decide from there. Um, but like right at the end of right, like right before the end of the season, when I was still in Ireland, John Harks, who was the coach of Greenville triumph, he FaceTimes me. I was like, it's like, like FaceTime video, like face to face. I'm like, Whoa. Hey John Harks, what's up? Um, but and he and he had taken the job as the new coach of Greenville Triumph, so we, that was just like an introductory, like "Hey, how are you? Like, what's up?" kind of thing. Um, just initial contract kind of talks. And the new coach in St. Pat's that took over, uh, Harry Kenny, he like he came before the last game of the season. He was hired, but he he was just sitting in the stands. He came and he just came to training the last day. He's like, hey, I'll be in contact with all of you. Like, obviously, some I'll look to keep, some I'll look to like move on as you as is normal. Can you um, say it in an Irish accent? Oh, come here, listen, but come here, listen. But also, too, you guys have been fucking shit this season. It's better than the South Carolina accent. At well least. played. Okay, so we're going to get <laughs> that one next. <laughs> Um, so he, but he, he said that, and then I had planned like a little European trip, like Barcelona, Amsterdam, typical stuff, like after our last game. So I went there before coming back to Ireland, cleaning out my stuff, my apartment and whatever. Uh, but I never got a call from him. I was like, like one way or the other, like, you don't want me, you want me totally fine. Uh, manager's decision, but I never got a call from him. And Dave in his, he was, Dave was not happy. He was he was fighting the vigilante fight, so oh, yeah, yeah. like he got into so actually the the brother of the Harry Kenny, who was a new coach, his brother I think his name's Stephen or whatever his, his brother's name. It lives in New York, and Dave knows this guy. Of course, Dave knows him. So like he got in contact with his brother and is like, "Why is Harry?" Because I had talked to my teammates, and all of them had been contacted already, or all of them that I talked to. So I thought it was weird, and Dave was like, "He's not happy. He's talking to his brother." And then his brother was like, "Oh yeah, Harry doesn't want to keep him." He doesn't want to like sign him to a new contract. Like, I wasn't under contract, but he didn't want to like retain him for next season, give him a new contract. 
and Dave was just like, well, you couldn't call him, blah, 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 blah. Like, and I, like, I, I think, I think a, a manager's decision, hundred percent, I respect it's like you're a new, like it's your job, it's your livelihood, you have a family, whatever the case may be. So you make the decision how you want to play, what players you want to sign, totally fine. But I just didn't respect how he didn't even give me a phone yeah, call. You gotta so give an answer. When he, when he came to training and telling everybody like, I'm going to reach out to everybody. And then for whatever reason, he didn't even give me a phone call. Like even the guys he released, he gave them a call. So better. I mean, it is when it's not the end of the world. It's part of the game, but it was just, what it is what it is and then so that that option was out the out the window i uh was in in touch with john in touch with a couple other like one other league one team and then i think one or two other usl championship teams greenville was best offer like playing getting opportunity to play under john harks who obviously has done a lot in the game in this country and over in england uh Mm -hmm. during his time there had a lot of success thought learning under him was great i thought it was a new club obviously i thought that was a good opportunity to kind of just create our own like club identity and image and and all that different kind of stuff so i decided i decided here in, in greenville signed a two-year contract and have been here i was here last year and then obviously here this year as well and that's you like, uh, you like, you like it do you um i mean we won't ask if you plan on staying or anything but you you've enjoyed your time yeah we won't break any transfer news uh but <laughs> I've loved my right sky sports. Yeah. The, like John has been really good to me. Um, since I've gotten here, he's put a lot of trust in me. We were really good last year. Uh, we made the, we lost, ended up losing the final and, uh, it's obviously disappointing. Mm-hmm. We lost the FC Dallas's reserve team, North Texas. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like for the first year of a club, uh, to do as well as we did. And then this year we're eight games in, we're, we're top of the table, but the team below us is three points behind and has two games in hand. So who knows? So but say, but yeah. yeah, but it's a short it's a shortened season, and we're halfway through it. So and we're top of the table, so we really can't complain too much. And where can people watch these games? Because I'm sure people will be interested after every name that you've dropped today, and you know <laughs> all these stories. So where can they watch you? So if you're in the U.S., ESPN Plus. Mm-hmm. If you're in the Greenville area, CW62. Shout out CW62. Or even like the South Carolina. I don't know how far it goes. South Carolina, Georgia area, CW62. And if you're international, YouTube, uh, USL League One has a YouTube account. So, yes. Right. Your games never match up. So I always end up watching highlights or like skipping through. But I, That's one, of right. days, one of these days, <laughs> one of these days, I got to get your, your uh, German Cup game somehow. Get it. Pete and I have already agreed that we're doing a jersey transfer next time we're, um, yeah, we're training yeah. at the net. So this winter, this winter. do the classic, hand each other the jersey. Yeah, Sign get a photo for the Instagram. One for the, for the Instagram. Instagram. Hopefully yeah. that girl from Austria, Austria comes. And hey, we got to stop mentioning her. Like, I have a girlfriend. So. <laughs> I was, I was, do that. <laughs> you mentioned something and we just take it and we run with it. It was so funny because your face is like, oh, man, that was a funny story. And you, still, you started cheesing and then I was like, <laughs> Hey, the, the listeners can't see my face, thankfully. So, hey, I mean, you said you you Keys gave me the advice that we should put these on YouTube. Now, this is our first one that is we have a video visual. I mean, so, oh, if, great. If, can, if Dave can sign off on this going on YouTube, then yeah, maybe he, we'll Dave talk. does not cons- Dave does not consent. We'll talk. We'll talk. We'll, we'll, have, we'll have to pass it by him yeah. and his wife. Yeah, yeah. but Fiance. um, Fiance. let's uh. <laughs> 
<laughs> let's talk um we won't say like anything immediate but do you have any before you hang up the boots is there anywhere that you dream of playing any like last things that you want to do because i mean knowing you and how you take care of your body i'd say you have a ton of ton of years left so what's what's the um the goals i'd like to my goal from the beginning has always just been like play as long as i can at the highest level i can yeah and like with that i'd like to continue to see new places i don't necessarily know i think that's a great part of like what we what we do is you're in all these different cultures you're experiencing different people you're meeting new people you're playing different playing styles like if you want to be a coach after this like you guys have learned mongolia and germany and australia and sweden like between if it's between you, Ian Byrne, better, better watch out because Oniana has a, a two of you are going to take over one day. So <laughs> that's <be> dangerous. <laughs> but I think I think it's great. Like you see all these different styles, and mm. and you get to make decisions on what you think is the best style and how you mesh those styles. And right. Um, but but also like the biggest thing for me is the cultural, like the traveling and all these different places. So yeah. I guess I would like like I, Scandinavia has always appealed to me. I've never played there. Um, I think it's a so just, I mean, the way they've handled 2020 has been uh, my personal favorite. Um, <laughs> you, have, you have contacts out there? Yeah, I have a few ex-teammates that play there. Um, cool. So, I, I, yeah, I have contacts out there. We'll see see what happens. Uh, my sign, sign for Griff, Griff, Griffy Tins. <laughs> if that place has not been you know, just wiped <laughs> off of transfer. Yeah, it's yeah, definitely not. There that's off the list sorry that's off the list. um but also southeast asia would be awesome and <sighs> and also australia new zealand is like a cool place to play as well so yeah 100%. You, i mean i would have to talk to you a little bit more about australia before i went into that yeah i think i think it might suit because it's i from what you've said it seems a bit similar to um to ireland but i think australia it, it has some work that it needs you know like it's yeah, it's still I think helter skelter from what I've seen. Yeah, I think it's tough because the top league is really tough to get into. Mm-hmm. It's like MLS, There's and then the lower leagues. Yeah, and then the lower leagues are not as like developed as they should be. Yeah, like in Germany, you're professional up until the third league, and really you're professional up until the fourth or fifth. Yeah. Whereas in Australia, you're just like even in the second division, it's hit and miss whether how professional yeah, the it team depends is. on the city really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how good the team is. Yeah. All right, so let's get serious now because we've we've joked a lot. But I mean, is this the longest podcast? Is this the longest podcast yet? Oh, for sure. I think I it will it. be, but I don't think I don't think we <laughs> edit one. We don't edit one. There's no edits. There are no edits in this. <laughs> Census lady is definitely staying in, and she's getting the shout on the description. I can't believe that no one knocks on that door besides Amazon. We're gonna start a whole campaign to find the census lady. Yeah. <laughs> Did she Fine really thing. even work for the government? <laughs> no, she's actually uh, she's a foot ca- uh, footwork foot, footcast footwork fan. So uh, <laughs> she, she, she really wanted to be a guest on the pod. Yeah. No, <laughs> but her. seriously, um, I have to put on a straight face now. Okay. Well, so especially no, but especially like in the beginning, you had some crazy struggles. So how do you like just for younger people who are starting out out there? Like your road was specifically just it was not easy so how do you say like to someone you know those first years could be super rough like how do you tell someone to prepare for that and be mentally ready 
honestly, I think it's it goes back to like how you're raised and and they and how your college career is. There's, there's so many things that build you up to that point, and you just you have to be mentally strong in life mm-hmm. and like in in this particular profession. Like you have to be even more mentally strong. So you you kind of have to just you have to have belief in yourself to see like no, I think I can I can make it at this level even when whatever ten people are saying no, we're not interested. No, you like, you have to accept the word no and just kind of roll with the punches and, and mm. try to look for a yes, no matter yeah. where that right. and get too down yourself. And, and it's, it's going to be tough, but when you eventually, hopefully when you eventually get that first contract and thus make a second contract and eventually if you can make a career of it, it's, it's all worth the, the, the shit in the beginning. Hell yeah. hundred percent. And, um, you also touched on, um, the highs and the lows of the professional game. Um, so how do you stay mentally ready? Just like dealing with that. Like, um, I know you mentioned to me one time there was, um, you know, you play on a field that has like wood chips and then like you're playing in a cup final and you're playing against like, you know, you played against Newcastle and, uh, and a friendly, like the highs and the lows of the professional game. There's a huge area in between. So how do you deal with that mentally? Uh, geez, I don't know. It's like, I, I think mentally, <laughs> mentally, I'm just ready for all the, the lows uh-huh, and I just, uh-huh. eyes are awesome. So like, you just have mm. to, you have to just go in, when you're going into, it, you have to know, like, there's going to be times when you're going to be playing on a ship pitch in Madison with wood chips on it and like a turf with 17 different lines on it. But the other team's playing on that same field. Yeah. And then, the, like I said to you, like the next week or the week before that we were playing in David Beckham's new stadium. Yeah. And just for instance, for us, and like, the same thing goes with training. Like, like one, like with Darmstadt, I was training with a guy that would be out like before training, he'd smoke a cigarette. And then like that off season, I was training with David Villa in like New York city trainings. Like, it's just like vast changes. But I think like when you have the lows, you can appreciate like all the cool stuff that can, mm-hmm. can come with it. Like all the friendlies or the like, guys you get to train with and like all the cool names you get to drop on oh, podcast. Yeah or like <laughs> the podcast yeah yeah so like i think just you have to just be like i, I love the game and i love yeah. getting to travel i love, get love to getting to do all this so you're gonna have to accept there's gonna be some times where it's gonna be not as glamorous as you might think mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. that's why i think it's it all comes down to like do you love the grind of playing like 100 yeah, yeah. if, if you love it then you can do this for a long time if you're if you're decent enough if you don't even have to be great you can just be pretty good you can find mm-hmm. team yeah, you can find teams, and but if you don't love that grind, then go be yeah. work JP Morgan or wherever you're going to work. Yeah, yeah, we're all about the process. Man, the quoting the podcast, you got to love yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Do you feel like those early lows, though, like those early setbacks, really helped you, like, like just shape you as a mentally strong individual for anything that came, like with the the failures that came later on in your career? Yeah, kind of, but I honestly feel like the co- like college soccer in a weird way prepared like the career that I had prepared me for the, like the one year where like literally every team said no, because at Binghamton, like I'd had personal success, but we lost a lot of like way more games than we should have. Mm. And there was a lot of times, like there's so many meetings that we would have as a team. It's like, how do we turn this around? Like, it was just all, like there was so many lows, whereas you guys had a great college career week. Like, you guys won every, all the time. And, like final four, no big deal, all American, uh, whatever. Um, but, but I think in that, in that sense, it kind of prepared me like, 
like the game sometimes the game sucks like like i've said i recently like like i almost feel like i'm addicted to it to playing like i i don't necessarily like i love the grind i don't know if i love like playing like i i I love like sometimes i love playing and sometimes i hate playing because it's like like when you're scoring a lot of goals like there's no better feeling when you're not Mm. scoring there's no worse feeling like it's just oh man the life of a striker too let's touch on that for a second because i mean sean may wear the number nine but he is no number nine and i've never been a goal scorer i think i'm more of a setup guy so like i just feel like the life of a striker if you don't score it's I mean, do you consider like a game where you don't score? Do you feel like maybe not a failure, but like you just feel like I didn't perform today? Yeah. Um, it depends on the game, but yeah. for the- like I'm never fully happy with a game unless I score. Like I, I think I can have great performances. Don't get me wrong. And if we win, like going into a game, you could say like you're going to win and you're going to play well, but you're not going to score. I'll be like, all right, I'll probably take that. Yeah. But after the fact, if we win and I don't score, I'm like. Well, that's great, but like I, obviously you're still happy. You, you want to win. That's the most important mm-hmm. thing. But as a stri- like that, the striker mentality is like your job's to score goals, and it's true. And it and it, it's a blessing because some ninety percent of the time I score, I probably have a shit game overall. So and then so like, it makes it up happens. For that's the life of a striker. You could play striker. terrible for eighty nine minutes and score, and you're the hero. You're the hero. So there's so like there's just vast. Or like you, you can make up for a bad game in a second, but also you can have a great game. And if you don't score, it's sometimes you don't. It's not even considered to be a good game. Mm-hmm. So it's a it's a difficult mentality to kind of or difficult kind of situation to kind of wrap your head around. And mm-hmm. you have to try not to. I mean, I do hundred percent, but you have to try not to lose too much confidence when you're in a down. Not even always a down like run of form. It could just be you're not getting the right service. You're not. Yeah. You've been unlucky. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's like there's a million different things that could happen, but mm. you have to try not to lose too much confidence when it when it's going wrong. Man, the life of a forward. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. All right, yeah, man. But play right back. I'm sick of this. <laughs> I think it's time for I think it's time for a game. What do you say? Yeah, fastest finger question. Who wants to be a millionaire? <laughs> no, so we're just gonna do a lightning round first. We're gonna get you prepped for the other one. So oh, my, first my, one, it's just going to be a few questions. You tell us quickly which one without thinking. It's just some soccer related. Okay, great. All right, so Nike or Adidas? Nike. Messi or Ronaldo? Oh, sorry. Well, wait, Puma. I was wrong answer. Puma. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it's between the two. Okay, so Puma. Nike or Puma? Puma. Damn, okay. All right. Messi or Ronaldo? Ronaldo. <laughs> Oh, big one. Forward okay, to okay. All right, so um, do you like watching club or national teams? Oh, that's a club overall, but that 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 that's a tough question to be a lightning round. Like this World Cup, you, you can't beat World Cup, but I don't want to watch international friendlies and Dora again. <laughs> <laughs> Gibraltar versus... Yeah. Gibraltar from Utah. <laughs> All right, how about coffee versus tea? You don't drink coffee, do you? No, very rarely. Um, so I've I looked at some of your kits, and I feel like there's a lot of green kits, and then there's been some red, yeah. and then also blue. So green, red, or blue kits? Oh, uh, like just the color, or like color? Yeah, kit? like wait, everyone has to come. Oh, oh okay. Um, blue. Okay, four three three or four two two. 
four two two. I'd rather play with eleven players. Four 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 two. Think it's the same thing. A full team. But. The funny thing is, is that I wrote down four two two and I just read it straight off the paper. All right. All right, four four two. Four four two. All right. And um a volley or a diving header? Tap in. <laughs> You're such a forward. <laughs> That's amazing. All right, so, uh, so, so some not between so the two. Between the two, I'll give you. I'll give you a diving header. <laughs> so some not some um, lightning round questions, Sean. You want to take some? Yeah, I feel best, like I've been asking everything. Best best player you played against? Uh, uh, or with Davidia? Davidia, probably. I mean, obviously, like if I played against, like I was training with him. Does that count? Yeah. Or on the other team? Let's do um. Let's do like in a competitive, at least like a friendly, right. not just Trent. Probably in Ireland, I would imagine. Uh, Trent, then Alexander Arnold. You played against him. Yeah, when he was Liverpool, played, played against him. Yeah. Crazy. Wow, sick. Yeah. Wait, um, but how did you play? I played against him. Was it friendly? Like the Liverpool reserves came to Galway. They came to our like stadium, and we played okay. him in a friendly. Did he play the six then? Yeah, he was the six. They had Ben Woodburn as well, who's played first team. And but was he that, exceptional that game as well? Uh, Trent Woodburn, I didn't notice. Trent, Trent, like, I didn't start that. Like, I, I played the second half that game. Um, we kind of like split our team in halves, mm-hmm. and like the first half, Trent like was balling out. He was the six. He was pinging balls. Uh, but yeah, the second. I mean, I think he played the second half as well. But I didn't notice because I was playing. Honestly, I don't mm-hmm. notice any, anybody when I'm playing except for the center back. Here. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Like people I, are like, I watched that. I watched yeah. that friendly against you guys in Newcastle and. John Joe Shelby just looks like he just takes a waltz around, man. Oh, he just had the cigar out. Alex, or, uh, DeAndre Yedlin, fastest man in the world. Oh, my man, God. He is so, so fast. fast. Yeah. yeah. I'm, right. sure, I'm sure in person, too. Like, mm-hmm. just playing against him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah how, can you, how can you shit on right backs and then you shout out DeAndre <laughs> Yedlin? Easy roll, but. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> All right. So, Keys, I feel like I may know the answer from our banter in our group chats, but. Who is the most <laughs> overrated forward of all time? Wow. I don't think I've even answered that. And this isn't a lightning round, thankfully. So I, this isn't a lightning round. So, I mean, maybe it wasn't answered by, maybe it yeah. wasn't answered seriously we, by you, but you can hardly yeah. tell with Keegs. Yeah, we did. We did. And for those who don't know, Dylan and I are in a group chat with some of our off season guys. And we did a, a rating of like all the best strikers, like yeah. modern day, mm-hmm. like, and we kept track, or at least I kept, we did like goals, like awards and like every trophies that they won. And like, we broke it down. Well, uh, really I, came, I came back to 90 messages this day, but yeah. I, I, yeah. I chimed in. Yeah. With the different time zone, Dylan always like chimes in with like a like here and there. <laughs> but when I'm in it, I'm in it. Cause you know that I have, the, I'm, he has I'm message awake. six days ago. Yeah. I honestly don't have, I don't even know. Most overrated. I would need a. I need to look at a list. Um, do you think I would say Zlatan? I thought you were going to say or, or, or Van Nistelrooy. I thought you were going to say Van Nistelrooy. All right. Well, if we're saying like Corby's ratings, then yeah, Rude, like one of our <laughs> friends. Yeah, Rude is the most overrated, but I don't think he's overrated by like. like I like Stan. Like how he's really regarded. Yeah, that's a tough one. Um, Andy Carroll. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I Andy feel like Carroll. I. Um, I think Tammy Abraham is pretty overrated. Mm. I mean, he's young, uh, but yeah, young and he scores a lot of goals. So like, I think 
I don't think he's as bad as some people. Like, I think people go too far on one side or the other with him. Like, he bangs in goals, but he's not as good as his, like, goal tally. But at the same time, he's not terrible. He scored 15 he's goals. He's also, like, seven foot. So he's just – Yeah. And know, he, it's he, always going to cause problems. It, it, but, I like, for them, like, Giroud's so much more for their team. Yeah, uh, definitely. All right. Let's get wanna, into – Let's go let, back to that. I'll we'll come back you. to that maybe, but I think I think it's a good time to get into our main game show of the of the um, the night. You've heard it on the other ones, but since you have a good list, we're gonna count the places that you went on trial with too. Okay, so, awesome. that's a big list. So this is the places right. We are gonna ask you a series of questions, and you're gonna say which country is the best in this field. You got to get some music for this going forward. Little, we have, uh, we have the little intro music. Dun, 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 oh, yeah. And oh, cue yeah. the intro music now. No. Okay, there you go. <laughs> All right, cool. And we're back. So, yep, so we have Israel, Austria, Germany. We're going to include Canada because I just feel like Canada is left out too much. And then we're going to include Ireland. And we're going to start with best accent. Yeah, so America doesn't count any of these lists. So America doesn't count, and we couldn't do best English because Canada speaks a version of English. So accent is Ireland. Ireland with the first points. I'd say that's a okay. Yeah, best food. Um, I would go with Austria. Austria. What did you eat there? That like you would say is the best food. It was just, maybe it was just the places that I went, but we had this one restaurant. It was like, it was more like Italian food. Mm. Uh, and there was also a lot of good Asian food restaurants. It was like, it was, it, well, there wasn't any Austrian food. It was just the mm. food in Austria. Mm. They had some German like schnitzel type tough as mm. well. But this, this one restaurant we would always go to in Austria, it was like, like a nice restaurant and the agent knew the owner and like they treated us well. It was really good food. So a little biased. Best, best style of play. Oh, Ireland, get it up to Ireland the front again. Yeah. Early yeah, cross. Yeah, it fits you. Okay. <laughs> Most interesting social custom. Um, um, Could just be overall too. Like who is just yeah. like, just some weird social or interesting social customs. It doesn't I mean, necessarily be a bad thing. It's just interesting. Yeah, it's saying sorry all the time. A social custom is what? Like saying sorry, sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Is that, sorry. Canada? Is that a social custom? <laughs> yeah, that's definitely a social custom. Right, we'll go Canada. We'll, we'll go, go Canada. Canada. Uh, sorry, what are you talking about? Desperate. What are you talking about? Sorry. I didn't sorry. hear you. Sorry. What are you talking sorry. about? <laughs> All right. Um, best place to break in as an American? All encompassing uh, question. Uh, yeah, I would. Not Israel. I think as a. Yeah, not for me, anyway. Uh, I, th- I think that's different answers i think germany and ireland are definitely the top two i think for like a legit like top tier pro germany would have to be the answer obviously uh for me personally i think like a i think ireland's a little better just because i would prefer to play in a top league Mm. in a country that's like a smaller country versus playing in the fourth tier Mm. uh if i had to pick one though i'll pick germany because i think germany's lower leagues are also very good for guys like us so Germany on the board. Okay. Um, Best public transport. Germany. You kidding me? Those guys, they're sufficient. (laughs) Train is never. It's never never late except the regional train that Sean's had to take. (laughs) 
And the one really? that I have to take every I've day. Never, like Germany, like I've never seen a train that was late. It's like always like right on the dot. The ones in the city are very yeah, good. Yeah, the inner city ones. But it's going from city to city that uh, sometimes there's issues. Okay. As okay. in like 50% of the time, but yeah. Okay. All right. Next, next one, we got best music. I feel like Israel has some bumping ass music. Yeah, I wasn't it there long enough to really give it a full do. Like when you're uh, on trial, you're not really tough luck, like Israel. I almost want to say like Canada just because Bieber and Drake, but I would, I'm going to go Ireland just for like the conventional Irish music. Oh, yeah. I, like, I mean, bar, when you're in it too. Yeah, yeah. Like it. Um, I never kind of answered this already, but I know it. Best pizza. He answered this? Well, no, I assume it's Austria at this Italian restaurant. Yeah. Well, that restaurant was the best. I would. Germany was good too for pizza, though. Let's go Germany. All right. It's machines. It's more okay. you, you gave a dash to Ireland there, but. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's just like Ireland. Um, and best night out. I know you're not a big partier, uh, but yeah, like. Yeah, Ireland for sure. Ireland. Oh, man. Be a cool place to live. And Ireland, and Ireland sneaks the out the, the win. Yes. I rigged wow. that one. That's good for PR, too. Just, you know, you spend a lot of time Dave there. will be happy. Dave will yeah. be happy. Yeah. I was in Germany for three months, so I can't have Germany winning. Damn, they yeah, were close, sure though. Not. Yeah, Germany Canada, was close. Canada, Surrey. 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 Yeah, Israel didn't get much love, but. So uh, best, best TV show, Fauda. Oh. It's TV show. If best you guys TV watch. show? Was what? Yeah. Fauda. If you guys Fauda. need some big watch, it's really good. Okay. Fauda. Huh. F-A-U-D-A. It means uh, chaos in Hebrew. Interesting. It's about, okay. it's about like the Israeli-Palestinian like border. Like, and is it, is it in English? Subtitles. But Subtitles. That's all you need. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, you like, watch Dark? No. The German show. No. Is it good? Right. If you're trying good. to get mind fucked, then yeah, it's a great it's show. Really yeah. But switch it up a little bit. What is something you tell your younger self? So I say, you know, maybe you're, you're graduating Binghamton. What would you tell that younger that, younger that Keeks? young Keeks who just got drafted? Um, uh, don't listen to Golly. Uh, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean it's, no, tough. I say, it's, it's tough I to have say, regrets because you've had such yeah. a great career, but like what's, yeah. you know, I would say maybe enjoy the, mm. I don't know the process. Well, I don't know what the word is, but like, just enjoy it. Like even in college, like I feel like I didn't enjoy college enough because I was like, I was focusing on soccer and all the different mm. stuff, which was important, but I think I could have had a little bit better balance in life mm-hmm. even i mean even now i could have still a better balance but i would say you really uh, enjoy even if like en- enjoy life without without be, like don't go out be an alcoholic or like don't party too much like i think too many people are on the wrong side of the spectrum yeah, but right. i think i could enjoy life a little bit more mm, okay fair enough i like that short and simple keegan i feel like we could talk for days so there there has to be a part two yeah, we can do a part two. I have a fantasy football draft in 30 minutes, so... Uh, yeah, so this is... So, yeah, we're gonna this is a great This is a great That's what you've been looking at the whole time. Okay, hey, hey, here, too. I'll ask you guys. I got the fifth pick. Who should I take? Fifth pick? I know nothing about football, NFL this year. I know no. Uh, well, thank, thanks a lot, um, guys. Really appreciate is, um, it. I'm going to go with... Uh, What's-his-face? 
The running back. Tiki Barber? No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, no, no. I know more than that. The running back. He's on the Jets now. Uh, Christian McCaffrey. Um, Le'Veon Bell. Saquon Barkley. Le'Veon Bell. Zeke. Le'Veon Bell. Oh. I think he'll be a little later. His pick? Oh, boy. I picked Bell last year, and I did not do well, so I'm not picking Bell again unless it's late. Don't do that. Don't listen to me. (laughs) So you learned some good advice. I haven't haven't played fantasy football since 2012, so uh, I'm a bit out of the game. Like that. I just hope you're ready for this Premier League because it's a long season. Sean and I are reigning one and two. So Back-to-back champ. He won, and I came in second, and I was – I was in last. Probably Dylan, Dylan started the season 0 and 12, I think. I think I, I, maybe not that, but it was at least 0 and 7. Something it was like bad. With a tie. You almost got to try to do that. Man, I, I was trying Does to everybody take it seriously, though? Like all the 12 guys, they like fixed their lineup. Every There's week. usually like one or two guys, three people, guys that fizzle out. They're not out. in the league anymore. So. Yeah, but we, we ban you very quickly. You don't come back here next yeah, week. Yeah, I'll be right on. I'll be on top of it. Don't worry. <laughs> Amazing. Yo, Keegs, um, I think you got to do some preparing. I got to eat some dinner. And um, we got to prepare for a a round two maybe in the next couple months, all right? Sounds good. Been a pleasure, guys. If we want to do another Zoom call just without the recording, I'm down with that as well. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll think about it. Honestly, I don't know what. (laughs) Sean's Sean's not in. We can get the the net crew in. (laughs) If the census lady's in, I'm in. Uh, we can get her back around next year. She comes back th- next year at the same time. So. All right. So Wednesday, <laughs> September 2nd, approximately 5 p.m. Eastern time. Yeah. Man, I just feel like to wrap up the episode, hashtag census lady, hashtag golly, and hashtag. <laughs> hashtag Eva. Evo. What was her name? Once and for all? <laughs> no, we're not getting into that one again. We're not getting into that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And hashtag not an agent i'm an advocate yes <laughs> yeah dave harris honestly that should be the sense like, dave harris. Dave harris. shout out it's to funny dave because harris. i i dave. know who he is i don't know who he is i've never spoken to him but i know mm-hmm. of him for you about know, in the cosmopolitan league he was like yeah. very involved yeah. for two years funny dave story quick one for two years we never met uh we were speaking we never met we only spoke on facebook messenger we still wow. only speak on facebook messenger this man will ask me for a number so i like I message him. He has an iPhone. I, I message him the contact and he responds to me again on Facebook messenger. Like I try to move the conversation to iMessage. He's not about it. He's Facebook messenger all the way. So, wow. Hey man, well it's worked this far. He's <laughs> quite a good advocate. <laughs> he is. I think that's best. what I need in my life. I need an advocate, not an agent. Yeah. You guys can be each other's advocate. All it is, I'm you got to reach away. out. I don't think work. You just got to reach out to teams on the other person's behalf. Be like, Hey, uh, I got to play. In this you. case, Dylan is kind of where he is. On this Sean basis. is my advocate, and oh, there you actually, go. he really is. His, his okay. coach now is my old coach. There you go. Right. You are. There you go. Well, you guys already got it down. Who we'll also listens to the podcast? So I don't know if I'm down. writing that on my Twitter though. That guy <laughs> doesn't have a Twitter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe a, as long as we're playing, keep the advocacy to a <laughs> to a minimum. <laughs> yeah, anonymous. Keeks, yeah. thanks again, man. It was a pleasure. Banter levels were an all-time high. Yes. Um, keep thinking about most overrated forward, and we'll get back to you next episode. <laughs> yeah, I'll get back to you guys. Uh, and, see you um, I'm sure I'll talk to you later in the in the group chat about something. Yeah, yeah I'm sure we will. <laughs> something right, will stir up. <laughs> right, I think uh, I think second round in your league, I would go Plaxico Burris. Yeah, good call. <laughs>
<laughs> uh, yeah, I might I might draft Aaron Hernandez. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. I was thinking Chad Pennington. Oh, wait, wait. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, the connection's right, getting edit, bad. We got to go. Edit that, that out. Edit that oh, out. We're, we're losing Wi-Fi now. So, it, so, so, Keegs, we'll end it here. You've listened, so you know the outro. So we want you to say the ending oh. part for us, all right? Oh, this is a test. Okay, it's like... Uh, no, just you no, just, just have the last line. Go so we'll see uh, if you can let's see if you can hit oh, it. Oh no, no, no! I know the beginning part. It's like keep something, keep moving forward, and make your own path. Or so like you that, got right? the last, all right? Okay, like make your own path. Yeah. So Sean. So until next time, keep moving forward, keep learning, make your own path. Hey, cheers! That is full of what you like doing, than a long life spent in a miserable way. Thank you.